0: Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the Roll Podcast, presented by DJ City and BeatSource. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never here. Yo, what up? We got DJ D-Miles. What's good? We have Jamie the Great. Yeah. We got a special guest here today. At some point in your DJ career, you, you probably went on YouTube and you were confused on how to use, I don't know, a piece of equipment, or you weren't sure how to use a program, or you just needed help with something, you know, DJ-related And you've seen this man on YouTube, and he's helped you. (laughs) He's a a great event DJ. He's got a great presence on YouTube and socials. And we just bumped into him and and, uh, spent a couple days with him at the Beyond the Music retreat. And uh, he just happened to be in Las Vegas this week. And uh, I'm glad he's here, man. Give uh, let's give a hand to a uh, Cleveland Terry. Yes,
1: sir. Yo, yo,
0: what's going on? Go what's going on? Glad yo. to be here. I'm glad it's to be good. Here. What's good, Cleveland? It's good, man. It's hot, but it's good. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad totally to be here. Like what it. is it?
2: 100,
3: almost 100 degrees. 100 degrees. We went from uh, what Phoenix or all the way to here. It's just yeah. been hot.
0: Slight work. Slight work, though.
3: This 100 <laughs> degrees ain't nothing, man. Yeah. It's, it a, it's a dry heat, right? Once it
0: starts hitting 115, one you it's know, 110, same. 115, <laughs> that's when that's when you worry. That's when you worry and
3: shit. Yeah, it's 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 okay. I'm, I'm glad to be here, and air conditioning is all you really need. So
0: yeah. yeah. So I got a question, Cleveland Terry. Yes. Is that your real name? 100, my real name. Really? Yes. Wow.
3: Yeah, no lie. Uh, I can show you my driver's license, but uh, yeah, Cleveland.
0: Uh, if you really want to know where it comes from, well, can I just tell you what we, you know, what I thought it sounded like? Please. <laughs> so I was talking with Never, and it sounds like, like a bootlegger, right? Like okay. someone who made moonshine <laughs> in the 1920s. Right, and they had maybe like the biggest moonshine, you know, distribution. And, and, oh, that's, yeah. that's and, you
2: know, it was passed say down. Mississippi, but yeah. in Cleveland,
0: passed down from Ohio like, One of the biggest moonshine bootleggers in Ohio at the time. His name was Cleveland oh. Terry. Well, it's
3: funny though because because uh, my my mom is from uh, Memphis. Okay, and uh, yeah, so and my uncle. This is where it gets all weird because my uncle's name was Cleveland. But Mm -hmm. we didn't know his name was Cleveland because we always called him Uncle Gigi because we were kids and we couldn't say C. So for the longest time, I'm like, where did you get, where's Cleveland from? He's like, oh, it's your uncle. I'm like, what do you mean? His name is G. He's like, no, it's Cleveland. You just couldn't call him that. So I actually didn't start going by Cleveland until maybe a few years ago. I was known as Terry. That's what all my school friends and family, that's what they called me. So Terry's the middle name. Terry's the middle name. Okay, yeah, wow. exactly. Oh, so, wow. uh, yeah, so I didn't even go by it. When I was producing, uh, I was going by City Boy, and I just took my initials. This wait, 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 wait,
1: hold the fuck on. You're going,
2: you're going too fast. Sorry, slow down. down. <laughs> slow down.
0: When Boy. was your name City Boy? It was City Boy for years. When, though? When, like in the ni- 90s, like, 2000s? 90s, 2000s, yeah. You was, city, you I was, was the, first, the city I was first City Boy. The original City Boy. OG City Boy. Yeah. Why did you, wait, where are you from originally? I'm from L.A. LA you yeah. are Wow yeah. we're part of LA
3: uh, I'm from the Valley, San Fernando okay. Valley. Yeah. yeah. I was uh I, I was born in uh, Culver City then we moved to the Valley. And then when I was like nine, we moved to Simi Valley. Yep. And uh, that's where I spent most of my time.
1: You say, Yep, yeah, like you've been there. No, I'm from LA. <laughs> so I, I know Simi Valley very well. You know, like you go, there you go, there you go. You
0: know. It, it, yeah, that whole valley scene. Were you that, off the yeah. 118? Well, off the 118? Yep. 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 I, yep. <laughs> I hate when LA motherfuckers start bringing up freeways. Yeah,
2: the 118? No, it's <laughs> <by> the
1: <six> <laughs> like the turnpike, so you start bringing up turnpikes. That's how we know where you live. I never bring up a turnpike. Yeah, no, we don't do that anymore. We don't do that. No, by the J train? You're about the
2: 6 chain,
0: right? <laughs> wait, wait, so I th- don't take offense to this. Please. You sorry. don't seem like an LA person. I know. I know. I, I would've I would have thought you was from the South or the Midwest.
3: Yep, I get it. I get, trust me, I Why get it all is
0: that? The time. why is do why, why, why do I get that energy from you? Uh because I speak proper. You
1: think that's what it is? Damn. He mm-hmm. just shit on all of them. <laughs> I, know shit on LA. <laughs> no. I thought you were from Chicago in the like where I first heard about Okay, okay. Right Yeah, so. no, no, no. I, I uh yeah, I was born
0: and raised. My whole life no, You know what it is Is that you, you're you not Like you don't wear A Dodger's hat You're no. not like Exuding oh, okay, LA okay. energy He's wearing a back You know what I'm shirt. saying shit. That's
3: my dude That's my dude I this, mean this, yeah
0: you. my dude <laughs> 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 No no like, 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 like literally my dude like, All these other LA motherfuckers All these <laughs> LA motherfuckers <laughs> Would be wearing like An Ice Cube t-shirt Or some shit You know
2: <laughs> <laughs> <James> <laughs> wearing right Like now. this motherfucker uh, You know what I mean
0: Yeah No it was <laughs> It
3: was never my thing Like when I was growing up um, well, first off, I, like I said, I moved to Simi when I was like eight or nine years old. So it, yeah, Simi's primarily all white. So back when I moved there, there yeah. was like three black families yeah. and, I, and we were one of them. So uh, you know, where,
1: I, where's Simi Valley? was okay. past uh, uh, by, by Six Flags up that way. That's not that far. No. Yeah. <laughs> where's Six <laughs> Flags? You talk to <laughs> men so, quicker than a okay. little. All, all, right,
3: all right. So <laughs> you, you know, you know, LA, right? So you, you know the valley, San Fernando Valley. That's a a above, it's, right? It's north.
2: It's above. Exactly. It's Burbank. Yeah, yeah. So,
3: yes, you got Burbank. You got... Uh, then you got... Sun like Valley, Sun Valley, Pacoima. You start moving over to Northridge,
0: so and then you're, like we're at the, the end. You're, you're like you're saying to keep going north, north. Yeah, north. yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
3: yeah. Once once you stop San Fernando Valley, that's where that's where Ventura County begins. Yeah, and that's where Simi Valley starts.
0: Is that like before Fresno or something? Well, before
3: Fresno. Yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. he's close to five hours. <laughs> <laughs> he's close <laughs> to Oxnard. Yeah, I'm, I'm to close Barbara. to the Oxnard. Okay. Time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oxnard, Camarillo, all that. So
0: you grew up in like the suburbs. I grew up in the suburbs. Yeah. Suburbs. Yes. And then, and then you're, so you're saying because you speak, you're you're thinking because you speak proper, I'm thinking you're not from LA. I'm thinking that a lot, a lot of people. Yeah. uh, Actually, that's one
3: of the things that, um, and I know we'll get into it, but like when I first started the YouTube channel, uh, there was a lot of people that were like, you know, I like what you're saying, but, you sound white, so you need to put some swag in because I can't really follow you because you don't sound like, and I was like, oh, no one says that. Really? Oh, man. Wait, these are like comments? <laughs> these are comments. <laughs> wow. Legitimate <laughs> comments. And it took, it took a minute because for a moment I was like, I think I might be done with this. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause really? It's like,
1: because yeah, when it's you it's do you. YouTube, bro, and you get like comments and like constant just bashing on shit for you, you're like, uh yeah. But uh yeah, it's a little overwhelming.
0: But do you you take it? I guess in the beginning, you took it. You, you take oh, it personal, right? Oh yeah, you, you want to find where they
3: live and everything. Well, you take it. <laughs> you take everything personal in the beginning because I think that you're trying to still figure who you are out, you know, and you're 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 constantly progressing and changing rain. everything. Mm-hmm. And then you're you, looking for feedback. You're looking, the for feedback. you're looking for yeah. real feedback. Yeah. And then you got to you get to a point where at that point in time, it was the exact same time when um I remember it was when the rain, the first MK1 Rain seventy two came out, and I did a video about it From Nam.
0: I think that was that was a horrible mixer, right?
3: Yeah, it was a horrible mixer. It a
0: horrible mixer. It was <laughs> mixer. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: all with the screen. <laughs> the screen. Yeah, yeah. 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 But but I did that video um and the video really wasn't about the gear. It was about NAM. You guys go to NAM, right? Yeah. You know? yes. mm-hmm. So when that, when that, that uh, mixer came out, remember, Rain had stopped making gear. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and Music Bottom, and then they just stopped for like two or three years. Right. Then they came out with that one. So this was the first, the first new equipment from Rain. Mm-hmm. And they released it in like the hallway. It wasn't even, like, in the main area where Pioneer is. And, you know, it was just, like, in the hallway in between both rooms. So I was like, well, this is this is ghetto. Like, how do you expect anybody to appreciate this? So my whole video was on, you know, they release it in the hallway. That's not good marketing. That's not how you, you bring flagships out. Right. And, uh, and at that point, and that's when I started getting more hate from DJs because they were just like, you're not even talking about the mixer. This is personal. That I'm like, no, it's just. What I saw, yeah. and at that same time, I got those people talking trash. Um, I got regular people who've seen my other stuff being like, You don't sound black, you know, all this stuff. And at that, at that you, moment. you get a lot of that. I really, oh, yeah,
1: really? Yeah, but YouTube is brutal. <laughs> yeah, when I used to do YouTube, they used to call them by everything. Is yeah. it from black people or is it from white just people? Both, like, <laughs> really? <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> why would you the listen? <laughs> I wouldn't listen to any of these people. Well, you don't know who they are yeah. half of the time because oh. the, the avatar doesn't show anything. Yeah, anonymous people like to what's talk the trash? worst?
0: What's the worst? shit? That's one oh, said God. that really hit you. That r- r- really kind of made
1: you almost quit. There's a lot. There's a lot. No, yeah. but the worst. Will, the, I'm the telling the one you, shit when I used to do YouTube, I tried, I remember I put my sister in a video, and they're like, yo, I'll fuck the shit out of your sister. <laughs> da, 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 right. da, da. And you're like, oh, you, that's that's when you start learning about privacy, and you're like, okay, let's not put everything right. on the YouTube shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you probably got some crazy the, shit. No,
3: let me see. The worst, I'd have to go back, because there was a point where I literally made a video, and I throwing it in there because I was, it was all coming at the same time. You know what I mean? Where I was like, you hear one or two, look, I've been growing up. I grew up in Simi. Like there are, there are racists everywhere, but Me. when you don't have a lot of black people, it was a thing, you know? So it was always shocking anywhere you go, you're the black dude, you get pulled over. Hey, you know, suspicious, you know, or whatever, you know, your matched the description. I went through all that stuff when I was younger, but it wasn't a big deal because, you know, you could put a face to something. You know, this is you. This is what happened. I know what happened. On YouTube, it's just hate. It's just a lot of hate. And it took a minute to realize that, like, oh, they're not really – they're talking to you, but they're not really talking to you.
0: No. You know what I'm saying? I mean, these are miserable people. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
3: Yeah. And I learned – but the thing is, like, they want to connect. Right. Yes. That's the sad thing. Yeah, so you will you might say something and I'll be like, oh, I didn't think you're gonna respond. Oh yeah, he, you you cool are. people. You and I'm like <laughs>
0: yeah, re- yeah. really that's how you get But that's that's what I've learned is that these are miserable <laughs> people, right? They're not happy with their lives. They're not happy. And then he's an outlet for them to just, just take it, kind it out of, yeah, well, just, just a punching bag. Not even like that, just to express them. themselves or to like be heard. Right. Mm-hmm. And then when he responds back, like oh shit, it validates their like existence <laughs> to a certain degree, yeah. and then their energy changes.
3: Yeah, I always it, want to
1: befriend you, right? Yeah, that, exactly.
0: No, 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 no. I'm telling you right now,
3: it the whole world is like this. Because yes. like, I'll go up on Facebook, and you know they have all the, you know, pioneer channels and groups and all that stuff, right? And I'll go on there on Facebook. My name is Terry Bowens. Okay, I don't use my first name because I went to school. Everybody knows me as Terry, so I just didn't put it in. I will leave comments on like the groups. Oh, hey, you might want to do this. I saw you you had a little problem. And I'll leave a comment. They'll be like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, bro. And I'll be like, oh, okay. And then like maybe 20 minutes will go by and they'll be like, oh, hey man. Oh, thanks for the stuff. I love your stuff. Love your videos. I'm like, because it doesn't click at first. So their first reaction is to like stab Mm -hmm. and then realize who you are and then change up their whole tune. And I'm just like, any Anybody can have good
0: information. Just because my name is on there doesn't mean, yeah. that, you know, I know what I'm talking about. I always think, too, no matter how fucked up someone comes at me on the Internet, like, and some of it gets under my skin sometimes. Mm-hmm. It only gets under my skin sometimes when it's, like, a peer. Okay. If it's, like, yeah. a DJ or someone that I know in my circle, and it's like, all right, so you're shitting on me in public on social media mm-hmm. when you could have texted me, <laughs> Right. Or some, <laughs> That's the only time I get, I get hated. Mm-hmm. If it's someone I don't know, right. I don't really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? But I've always learned to just be the bigger person and talk to the person like I'm actually talking to them in real life. Mm-hmm. While they're going to speak to me like they're on the internet, right. especially if they're a DJ because I'm like, yo, you guys are crazy because at some point, I'm going to bump into you. Exactly. <laughs> like you're really crazy. Like yeah. I remember in 2020 when like we were having all this shit. We had Joe Maz and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> DJs were talking to me crazy, and I remember all their fucking names. <laughs> me too. <laughs> and I'm telling you, we're gonna bump each other one day. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're gonna be like, either I don't. you're Either gonna say what's up to me, and I'm gonna have a talk with you. Right. Are you just gonna and, try you to gonna, and then you're gonna say something? It's just the internet. And I'm like, nah, nah, nah. no, no, no. Because I'm here.
3: Yeah. And I
0: remember the shit. Yeah. Oh, 20, 2020
3: was 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 a horrible, horrible year across the board. Yeah. And because I remember I was still doing all my interviews, which I'm bringing back, by the way, but I was still doing all my interviews with people. And uh one of them was with um Kubert. Um, and that one got heated. But it had nothing to do with Qbert in me. It was just the Qbert defenders. And I had never seen
0: so much anger. Well, Qbert was ironic. Did he, be, he didn't believe in QAnon, right? He,
3: you know, depending on, when because he it had asked, a Q in it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That was funny. No, no, no. That was hilarious. But he believed in some weird He shit, was. Right? He
3: was, yeah, he was all over the place and he, yeah, he's, you know, Cuber. But is, he's always been like that. Exactly. And so a lot of people were like, yo man, uh, you you know what you're saying, right? It's like
0: no, no, no. He's all spiritual and aliens and everything is is weird, right? So like, pe- we had to talk about him in the '90s, right? Right. Because in the '90s, he did videos about him scratching and speaking with aliens when he scratched, right? That's some good ass weed. <laughs> yeah, look at these face. You don't notice, Cooper? Nah. Right, so Cooper's <laughs> always been like.
1: I didn't know this either. Was no, he was no,
0: like, always yeah. using oh, the no, videos. No. I know he was talking about He would be yeah. like, yo, he's like, eye, when man. I scratch, you know, like, I'm, I'm communicating with, like, the...
1: With, See, I didn't know this. With, yeah, like, he's, you know, he's like, with aliens. Outside.
0: So I'm saying, like, if you don't know about that then, like, it would be obvious that if he would believe in conspiracy theories and exactly. shit. Do you know yes. what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, And that's the thing is, like, sometimes I think back in the day you could believe in conspiracy theories because you were just being curious or right. you were being... Like uh an independent thinker against whatever the government and or like the government's trying to tell us this, and yeah. I, I think this happened, you know, yeah, and it could be the smallest shit, like it could be really small, mm-hmm. like it started with maybe like the JFK murders, like the JFK murder, assassination, yeah. uh-huh. little things, right? Um, the w- Hoover, right? Mhm mm-hmm. well, is the he's FBI. FBI no, 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 not Hoover. Um, who's the guy with the unions? Oh, you're talking about Jim, uh, Jimmy Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Jimmy yeah. Hoffa. It started with all these little things, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Even did with some,
0: on the moon, even with crazy motherfuckers. Like I, I <laughs> <laughs> like I just saw the Elvis movie, and I forgot that motherfuckers thought Elvis was alive. Yes, till like the 2000s. Yeah, <laughs> remember
1: that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's
0: Elvis is living yeah. with Tupac. Even that, with the Beatles, <laughs> man, there were all these things about yeah then Paul McCartney died and they um, had oh a, the they never the cloned clone, yeah what clone. <laughs> so I'm yeah. saying the yeah. only problem is this shit never like invaded the government and politics you know what I'm saying but it's only natural that if it That's did because if it did you'd if, be dead but the whole thing is like <laughs> but the thing is that all those people always believe that shit yeah. so when it invaded politics and everything there's no yeah. of course motherfuckers are gonna believe that shit mm-hmm, you know yeah, but yeah you're yeah, going with the Cooper yeah. thing nah yeah. but he was you know he has his opinions and he's got his thing and it's you know
3: left field and you just kind of roll with it but he started to he started to do the uh the all lives matter thing yeah and that bothered a lot of djs a lot of black DJs. You? did it bother you it, bo- it bothered me because i was like wait wait what do you mean I, I know you i know you're thinking on a different level but the words that you're using are on this level but i mean <laughs> but you know it's ignorance right exactly well, it's it not is. hate right no no it's not yeah. it's not it's not and, and as i talked to him because, uh, let's see, a couple of, maybe it was like a month before, he was on another show. And I know the dude, uh, Tweak Music Tips, DJ Kova. And after he did the show, he was like, what do you think, man? What do you think? And I'm like, you want my honest opinion or do you want me to lie to you? And he's like, no, tell me the truth. I'm like, you let him off. You just, you didn't talk about all the things that people want to know, you know, especially, especially black DJs. You know, they want to know where this man stands, where he kind of created this foundation on the culture, you know? So they want to know what's going on. And so when I, when he said yes to me, I was like, I can't, I can't not bring it up. You know, I can't, I, I got to talk about these things. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, the, we, we did the, we did the live show and there's a lot of people and, you know, it's Qbert. So he's got a lot of fans. And I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to go, I don't want to have a, a weird just a side conversation. Let's talk about this now. Let's get it out of the way. So then we can actually have a, a true conversation. And, uh, Qbert and I. We're fine. Although he kept trying to do the, you know, people he'll they'll say something and you'll be like, eh, you didn't really answer my question, mm-hmm. so I got to go back now and then ask the question. And then people are like, yo, man, he answered the question. Let him go. Let him go. And I'm like, he didn't really answer the question though, you know. So I kept having to like go at what him. What was the question? Uh, it was, it was all had to do with the with the All Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Because when I asked, because when I asked him about it, I mean, I will have to go back and look at the video. It's been a while, you know. He was just kind of skirting it, you know, just. He would talk a little bit about him and go, no, no, but everybody's special. I'm like, no, 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 but hold on. Everyone's special. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus you know? So, so I was like, okay. So then we went back and uh, and crazy. Like I said, we were fine. It was just two dudes having a discussion, but in the comments, yeah, it was like World War Three. They were angry. What the fuck are you doing, Cleveland? Why are you coming at him? This is not fair. This is blah blah blah. I'm just like, and then even after the. After that, it was only like 15 minutes, maybe, you know, of like this conversation. We talked for two more hours after that about everything else. So we were fine. The world was angry. And, you know, because you're not allowed to question your your idols, apparently. You know, that's just the way it works. Um, And so that was the one thing. And then I was working again. We were doing private events. So I did an event Wait. So you you got
0: a lot of slack for that? A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of heat, a lot of heat. But uh, did you get to the bottom of anything or no? Oh yeah, no, no. We cleared it up. No, we cleared it up. So it, what, he admitted he was he was
3: like misspeaking? Speaking. Yes, he he did. Like I said, I had to keep going. Had to keep going. I'm like, right. I just need you to just say the words. You're just chipping at his yes, wall a little, please, little bit. Please right? just say the words. and because I'm just like, look, as a black person. Yeah. Looking at you, and I respect Kubert from a DJ perspective, you know, the man is a, of course. a genius, you know, but that was weird. And you cannot be in the culture and act like other things don't exist, right? You know, like he's in his own bubble. Cool. You're in your own bubble, but, but that's just your bubble. The the, the culture is bigger than your bubble. So you have to be able to like see the other side of it. And he wasn't seeing the other side of it. He was mm-hmm. only seeing what he thought and you know, a lot of people were offended. I mean, you you probably remember like all the posts and all the comments on his on his videos and on his IG people were like, "Yo man, what what does this mean?" like, you know,
0: and he just couldn't he couldn't articulate it. Well, I think a lot of things happened. I think I think uh there was this like there was this new uh acknowledgment, right? right? Yes. Mhm. That that this is a problem, right? That like you know, black lives are in danger. Mm-hmm. You know, they're getting killed by you know the yeah. people who are, we're paying to protect us. I'm like, fast forward two years. Fast forward, and it's <laughs> still happening. Right. You know, to a certain. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the thing is, and the thing is, all of these things started happening as well. There was all this education, yes, on like um, kind of the contributions right. of African Americans and yeah. how they helped build America. And And how important they were to America. Do you know what I'm saying? And you were
3: home. Yeah. So you could research and you could actually do the work yourself. It wasn't just sound bites. So when people, this was the first time I think people were actually, if you wanted to be informed. Mm Because a lot of people were just like, nah, nah, I hear what you're saying, but I don't care. But like, there's a lot of people that were like, I get it now. I understand. Let's move forward. Right. You know, but I live in California. It's a different (laughs) world in California, though. (laughs) What what do you mean? (laughs) I mean, people are just a little more open-minded in California. I mean there's some ra- I mean there's some races. 100%. You were talking about Fresno
0: like I mean yeah. the <laughs> more you drive that way, the more you go Lancaster, you go into to Palm. No, yeah. It's it's funny though <laughs> that you say that because there's a lot more segregated parties to a certain degree mm-hmm. in
3: LA. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, like I was I've been I've hit 3 clubs this week and I'm just looking around like oh, so this is how you do it. This is not, oh, look, you just played, uh, you know, the baby, and then you played uh, Cher, and, you know, like, one after the other. Like, we, nobody does that in L.A. L.A. is just, you play this music. You're not allowed to, to branch out, you know, which is nice. You guys got it easy.
2: <laughs> I'm, what, just, I'm, Vegas?
3: Just, I'm just saying, like, just in general, I'm, I haven't been to every club. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying that. Yeah. But, like, I've now jumped to, and I DJ'd on Friday night. You know, I was with Phenom um, on uh Phenom. Phenom. Yeah. And literally, like every song was just like my bar mitzvah set. Like that didn't used to be that way. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember it being that way when I used to hit up clubs and see, you know, like headliners on. And right. They were playing. You know, it'd be
0: like a whole bunch of you know different remixes or productions. But like, so you you was on the record. Yeah. Yes. Shout Shout to Phenom. Yes. Phenom from DJ yep. City, one of the co-founders, and you know, <laughs> yeah. Of mm-hmm. DJ City, um, he was DJing at On the Record yep. here in Vegas. And uh, you were checking him out Saturday. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing was on the record in Las Vegas is more of an open, open format, really, really wide open format. Mm -hmm. And it has, it can, they're also more open to like older, like kind of throwback Mm -hmm. joints. That man played Footloose. Yeah. He played Footloose, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but uh, yeah, there's probably very few rooms in Las Vegas where you can probably get get away with it. Okay, that, on the record is one of them. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. F- yeah. Fair,
0: fair enough. I mean, I know, but but you, but you are right that mm-hmm. that more clubs are following more of a catalog that yes. a wedding or bar mitzvah would follow. Mm-hmm. Um, which is more sing along karaoke style songs? Yes, right. Yep. Where everyone and and usually when motherfuckers hit me up and they're like, "Yo, I'm about to do on the record. Like, what should I play?" And I'm like, just play any sing along song from any mm-hmm. genre, right? From no any what, era, ever. whatever era it is. <laughs> just era make and sure, genre, yeah. Of shit. <laughs> if it's a sing along sh- joint, it's just literally like they just should not create a new like genre of open format that's sing that's just called sing along. Yeah. Where, like, you just play, only thing you play is just sing-along shit. Yeah. And it could be anything, but it's just anything the crowd can sing along.
3: Well, I was at, uh, I DJ'd on Friday at Lucky Day
0: uh, in downtown. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and uh,
3: same thing. It's a fun yeah. room. It's yeah. a fun room. It's a total fun room. And I'm just like, I just, it almost caught me off guard where I had to change my set. Because I went in thinking a certain way. Yeah. And then I'm like, They're li- they'll literally literally sing to anything. Yeah. Okay, cool. You know, so... It's it's just different now. Lucky Day is a great spot. It,
0: it is. is. It's, it's like dope. a it's like a dope hole in the wall. Yes,
3: exactly. Yeah, and and I actually I made the mistake when the last time I was here. My boy was like, "Oh, I'm at Lucky Day," and I went to the club next to it, uh, which is like the EDM. Like there's girl pussy. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, this don't look happy because the octopus. <laughs> <in> the <top. laughs> right, yeah, right, right, <laughs> right. But it's a dope. It's the downtown is dope. It's dope. I mean, for what they've done and changed it up after you know, I know they did a lot of money went through, the Raiders came in and stuff to kind of to kind of bring it alive a little bit. But
0: well, they the, the downtown scene got definitely revived mm-hmm. during the pandemic because mm-hmm. it was the only shit open.
3: Oh so you guys didn't closed down.
0: Well they closed down but like the clubs didn't open on yeah. the strip. Oh at all. So you okay. So right. so mm-hmm. when people started coming to Vegas in like was July down, and then. August, yeah. yeah. If they wanted to have a drink and dance and go to like somewhere they had to go to it. downtown. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the police weren't really on top of everything downtown. Oh,
3: it's crazy now. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, during that time, <laughs> well, maybe yeah. okay. during that year span, I don't know, six months. I think it was about six months yeah, to a like year. Yeah, like, March to, like, August, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, for like, sure. like yeah. The, everyone was just going downtown, and then it started just building this right. comfortability with everybody. They're like, yo, let's go downtown. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No,
3: it's dope. It's yeah. dope. I love going there. My snapback boys are there. I'll be uh,
0: Commonwealth on Wednesday. The snapback party, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I, I want to talk to you a little bit. So, you, you know, I, I have a question on what, where do you classify yourself as a DJ? You know, so I called you an event DJ when I introduced mm-hmm. you. I don't know if you take offense to that. You no, know what I'm saying? Not at all. So, it, it pays my bills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you're known on YouTube for, like, having this amazing tutorial, mm-hmm. you know, uh, content where you're teaching people about programs, equipment, new equipment, and stuff like that. I want to talk about that. Okay. But I do want to talk about... Your history as a DJ mm-hmm. and how long you've been doing this shit. Because gotcha. I really, honestly, t- to be honest with you, I didn't really start knowing much about you till three or four years ago. That's fine.
3: Um, I, I mean, I mean, honestly, you know?
0: that, that actually makes a lot of sense because a lot of people were like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure you've you probably had a lot of bones in this game for I've, a long, long. I've been DJing you know, for a while. You was the first city boy. Yeah, so I was the first, <laughs> so first kinda one. So I want to, I want to kind of go back <laughs> and I want to talk about. You know, mm-hmm. the City Boy before Cleveland Terry. Okay. I want to okay. talk about City Boy. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. It sounds crazy me calling you City yeah. Boy right now. where did
3: that, that <laughs> name even come from? It, it, <laughs> no, honestly, it came because, look, I was, so back in the day, <clears throat> when, I, when I first started doing anything, I was, uh, I was a dancer. That's where they get all their little skills from. <laughs> My wife and I are both, are both dancing. Yeah, your son is out here. Doing his thing. Doing, it. He's
0: a dancer. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What yep. do your what what you son specialize in? He
3: specializes in tap, but he does everything tap.
0: Yeah, that's That's rare though. Not a
3: lot of a lot lot of people like tap dancing right now, right? Definitely not. It's it's making a comeback, but it's the the good thing about tap is I mean it's known, but like it's the only it's the only dance discipline that the roots like when you go to like tap things you'll see like all races you know, and but it's you'll still see a lot of black people doing tap because it's it's our kind of motherland type type stuff, you know what I'm saying? The foundation, so, but he does everything. He does literally, what do you do? You do tap, you do lyrical, he does jazz, he does hip hop. He's, once, once he started dancing, once you get to a certain level, like they won't allow you to just be a tap dancer. You could be the best tap dancer, like you're, you're dope. Now go learn some jazz and learn some lyrical mm. so that we can incorporate that into your dancing and make you even better.
0: You Know so, so he does it all. And then, what's the next gen? What's like, how, how who's the next? You mean who's the next great tapper? Well, yeah, who's the next great tapper? Because it seems like every 15 or 10 years, there's there's like a, a tap dancer there. Oh,
3: he's, he's, he's pointing at himself, it might <laughs> be Isaiah. That's what, yeah. Our <laughs> <boy> Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, he could be, it could be. No, but but I know what you're saying, like, there hasn't been that one. There's a lot of like really good ones. Um, see, I wouldn't know, yeah, well, yeah, you have to be in the industry to know, yeah, this. yeah. but there's a lot of good ones, but nothing that is like. I guess what you're talking about is like cross-platform. That's like crossed over, right. You know, to the other side. There, there isn't any. The, ti- the
0: Tiger Woods of tap dancing did like kind of <laughs> cross it, <laughs> exactly, and make it cool, exactly. And it'll come back. Hey, it might be him. Might no, be honestly, it, it might be you. You look so, like you, you yeah. look the part. It doesn't he look, look like, the yeah. part? <laughs> you look cool as hell. Yeah. yeah. How old <laughs> are you? Fifteen. He'll be sixteen at the 16? end of the month i wow. I wow. never looked that cool when I was fifteen. I know. <laughs> <laughs> One of the coolest movies. I wasn't even looked that cool when I was
2: twenty-five.
3: <laughs>
0: you wearing Crocs right now? So you
3: know. know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you're on your way, man. Just get your TikTok on. Yeah. Yeah. But you say I you and your wife. That. you and your wife were. were yeah, no, we were,
3: we were both. We were both dancers. Exactly. So it makes sense that he. Was got you it. a tap dancer as well? No, never tapped. Never tapped. What, um, we, what kind of dancer were you? I was more. I was. Uh, I was hip hop and jazz. That hip-hop
0: was Hip hop and thing. jazz. Yeah,
3: exactly. You know. You know. You had back in the valley. You had your crews, you your dance crews, and everything. So that's actually how I. I made my name was because of the dancing. You know, because I was a really good hip hop dancer. Don't ask me to dance right now. That ain't gonna happen. So
1: you was you a boy?
3: I was I was a b boy. Yeah, slash exactly. So um, and that's when you got city boy. That's when. So got- that's when I got city boy because oh, I, I yeah. was I was doing, I was doing that and DJing. My my guy DJ Clean Cut. This is when I was young. I'm I was like you know fourteen, fifteen years old. Mm-hmm. He had your you know, son's age. Yeah, it was my son's age, and he had he had twelve hundreds, and what was he using? He wasn't even using like a a new mark he was using, I can't remember what the, the mixer he was using, but the like, radio shack one. yeah, it was, I think it was a radio shack one. Exactly. with the switches. Yeah. And, um, I, I learned from him, you know, to, to DJ off vinyl. And, uh, what do you, I don't know what he's putting out. So I learned from him, uh, from that way. And then, and then I was a dancer in a hip hop group, which then kind of branched me off into to start producing, you mm. know, and then, um, I produced on the side for years, just, just myself, just cause I wanted to do it. I love to do it, whatever. And then, uh, I can't remember the song, um, but my partner Paris, do you know, Paris,
1: Paris Paul. Yeah. Paris Paul. He's another city boy. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, exactly. So, so, uh, I was making music and we were, we were somewhere and I just kind of played a track and he's like, what is this? And I'm like, Oh, that's, that's mine. You know, I just did the hook, whatever. He's like, let me get on it. And uh, I've known him forever. So we ended up forming a hip hop group. You know, where I produced all the music and engineered and everything. And, then, you know, he would, we would do our thing. We, we built a band together. We got signed. We lost, our, we lost our deal. Like, all of these things happened. Wait, so you got signed? Yeah. By what, what label? Which so it way? was a small independent okay. off, off, off of Warner Brothers. Off of Warner Brothers. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, yeah, and then the dude that signed So you that, signed
0: a contract? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you got an advance?
3: Uh, it was a little because it was it was small, nine thousand five thousand. Yeah, it was it was like it was around five thousand. Five thousand. Yeah. What was yeah. your? And first even that <laughs> was hard to like get the money out of him. He's like, well, you know, we want to use some of this for your print. I'm like, no, man. Like, I don't even. So we that know. was five thousand for the group. Yeah, yeah. And there was well, there was two of us. Two for both yeah, of you. So, yeah. So we, so we five thousand so, each. No, no. Twenty five hundred. Yes.
0: What did you What you spend it on?
3: <sighs> you know what's funny? I probably spent it on bills. Mm. I don't even remember because I had. I had um, a younger because he's. I have three kids, uh-huh. right? So um, I have an older daughter who's 23, and uh, at that time, I, and I was. We had. I owned a house and everything, so we were just trying to like you know keep up. This was at the time when I was working a full time job and producing. What, what were you
0: doing full time? So I was a. Uh, this is back. This is back in the day before you could just become a full time DJ yes. and start out as a full time exactly. DJ. Yeah, because we all had to have jobs.
3: Yeah. So so in. I can actually tell you exactly. So in 98 um, it was technically 97. I was at a nightclub and I was dancing and this dude walks up and he's like, "Hey man, I like the way you dance. Here's my card, right?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like 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 those words exactly, right? I was like, "What the?" So, I, you know, Paris was with me and we we were roommates at the time. So I just took the card and threw it in the drawer. Didn't even think about it. Then like a year later, I was cleaning out the drawer and I found this card. And I was like, "Huh." It was
0: okay. suji. It was
3: <laughs> <laughs> No, it was a it was a it was a private event company uh-huh. uh, called Heart to Heart, and uh, they actually they were big in New York like for the longest time. So they moved to L.A. Maybe I don't know ten years before that. So I went to the place, and these guys are like, "Yeah, I want you to dance for us." I'm like, "Well, let me. I don't know. This is weird. I had a my I, my my wife at the time was like six months pregnant, maybe mm. six seven months pregnant." not not your mom um, anyway. <laughs> we having a family awakening get, right it's, now. Getting <laughs> <right> <laughs> now. it's getting deep right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting deep. That was what, some city boy like, what talk. What do you, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I see why they call you
2: city boy. Because huh? <laughs> I'm from the streets. Uh, <laughs> yo, the funny
1: thing is, if you don't know Paris Paul, it doesn't make sense. But if you know Paris Paul, the city boy What's Paris what's Paul? Yeah, Paul? Who's that? I'm not Paris familiar. Paul? You don't know Paris Paul? Yeah. I know the name. I just don't know so the name. He's a promoter in LA. Yeah, he was a huge promoter. He used to do Red Cup Sunday promotion, Playhouse. Okay. You probably ran into him. MC. Yeah. Then he
3: started MCing spots all the time. he didn't actually start DJing until like maybe I don't know, ten years ago. I
1: didn't know he was a part of Red Cup, Jamie. Yeah, he was part it's of crazy. Red Cup. he, was, oh, so he was
0: like a big LA promoter.
2: Yes,
3: yeah, promoter MC. And that before all thing. of that, he was in a rap group with you. We did both at the same time. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so I, so I started doing this whole thing with this private event company. Did Barn Bot Mitzvahs, right? And uh, was doing that for like ten years the same time we are so you they would have events and you would go and dance yes so basically like think about it this
0: was your full-time job
3: no 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 i was working i was working my full-time job was i was a um a revenue enhancement consultant what is that for local government so basically the company uh local government like a city yeah santa monica right they would say hey we want we go to them and say uh we'd like to audit your local revenue your sales tax Okay, so, mm-hmm. you know, you buy something.
0: You, oh, you was a bad, bad man. Then. Yeah. So, so, you,
3: <laughs> so you buy so you buy it, right? And then the money, you know, goes to the retailer and then it might end up back in Santa Monica as it should or maybe it ends up in LA, the city of LA, right? So we would go and find that money and then put it back into the city it belongs in right. and then we charge a fee, like okay. 25%. But it's like 25% and then like 25% for the next like, Six quarters, you know, that they'd pay for that one thing we found. So I worked there for 15 years. Wow. You know, yeah, doing that. And basically, I was just driving around because I had all cities. So I would go to L.A., go to Culver City, go to Santa Monica, go to, you know, the desert, whatever. And if we had contracts with them, I would be there. So um, I did that for, yeah, for the longest time. In the meanwhile, it got to a certain point where you kind of realize – you can't go anywhere. Like, this is it. This is the top for you. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And I'm like, and I'd worked for the, the, the private event company and I knew the owner and I knew I kept watching him. Right. And he'd, we were doing, you know, upwards of 15, you know, 15 events every night, every like Saturday night that that was his thing sending crews out, but I would watch him. He would show up at the party like three minutes before the party started and then he would do his MC thing and, you know, right as the party ended, he'd be like, all right, peace. And he would just leave, right? Meanwhile, all the crew was breaking down the equipment, loading it up, bringing it back to the studio. And then I went to his house and he's building new rooms on and all of this shit. I'm just like, how much money are you making from this? This, is, this seems a little too easy, right? He's like, no, you know, it does we do well. So I had left. Uh, right about ten, at the ten year mark, Paris had stayed because he was emceeing there too. And uh, I uh, then he calls me randomly. He's like, "Hey man, I'm thinking about going off on my own." Paris. Yeah, Paris. I'm thinking about going off on my own. There's this one dude that I wanted that I want to bring in, and he told me to do it. And I'm just like, you know what? If you're gonna do that, if you're serious about it, I'll do it with you. Don't do it with that dude. You're just gonna fail. So let me let me do it. And keep in mind, and his name was <laughs> <laughs> DJ D. Miles. <laughs> I mean, and keep in mind, everything that we've ever touched, we just, the, the chemistry is just right, and we've always been successful, mm-hmm. you know. So it was like a no brainer that we could do it. Now, you know, I'm the logistics guy. Obviously, because if you know my YouTube, it makes sense. You know, right. I'm, I'm the guy that says he goes, "Hey, we want to do this, and we want the clown to come from the ceiling, and then we want the." Gu- I'm like, "Hold on, let me think about how to get that done." Right. You know, okay, I got it. This is how we do it. Now let's make it to where it's efficient, to where I'm not killing myself every time we want to bring the clown down. You know, so that was kind of my thing to see, kind of that that big picture. And then Paris is the Paris is the his mouth. He's a sales. Yes. Pass, yes, pass. yes. Yeah. All the. All the- <laughs> Way city boy. Shout to the city boy Paris Paul. Great fucking DJ too, by the way. Yeah. So so he but he was the, he was the the face.
0: I actually handled all the sales. That's a good. Uh, that's a good
1: team. Yeah. That's it, a it, good
0: uh, to have any partnership. If I show you that's a great Pari- partnership.
1: How, if I show you how Paris Paul looks, you gonna be like, ah, yeah, it makes sense. That's Paris Paul. Got it. Yeah, he looks like the face. Yeah. He's got the fedora. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold, 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 hold He's hold, got hold, the fedora. Hold. What you mean he looks like the face? <laughs> what oh, you, saying about, like the what you saying about my face? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. He looks like the salesman. Like, you can put him in anywhere he can sell anything. Like, you well, put him in front of a Costco. The,
0: the, the fact that he has, like, a fucking a, a fedora and a and a bow tie, you know, that's like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like. Look, he looks
0: like a showman. Yeah, he looks like a, yeah, he's in a tuxedo. The greatest yeah, showman, the white right? Tuxedo. He,
1: Hugh Jackman. That's right. This is great, too. Um, all right. <laughs> so, but that's a that's a great partnership.
3: Yeah, no, it, <laughs> yeah it, 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 is. it is. We we understand each other, and you guys
0: you actually blessed to have met each other. You know, at I guess at a somewhat at you know at yeah. a young age. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, it's hard to find that. That, that no, you're chemistry. right.
3: You're right. You're right. And it's it's been one of those things where, look, depending on who you ask, it might be. The balance might be out of skew a little bit, depending on you know. you talk to my wife; it's like, why are you doing all this? Like, because this is what I do, and he does the other thing, and that's you don't see the other side, so it looks like it's just me, Mm -hmm. because I may be complaining about something, and now you're like, you're trying to fix me, and I'm like, it's just I just needed to complain. It had nothing to do with him, right? uh, It's just you guys. I'm sure you guys know. You probably complain to all the time. No, no, no.
0: You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think people realize it though. You know, like Mm -hmm. I think uh, I think sometimes people. You know, even us sometimes, right? Right. Like we'll we'll go through it. Like you know, I think, I think we at the retreat. You know, I I was being at, during a panel. I was like admitting that. You know, I think this may have been the last year we we were going to do right. the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, "Whoa, how could you say that?" And I'm just like, yo, it was so much work. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until we like brought like Nuria in and then Alex, you know, like all these great people to, to help, help us. Yeah. And like and then kind of start changing how we approach. You know, operations where I'm delegating more and I'm not doing as much of the execution. How, you know? how hard was that for you? It's not
3: hard. No, it's not. Because I was like one of them hands-on people. Like, if hey, for the longest time, if if so I, I don't have yeah, my it, hands it, on yeah, yeah.
0: it, you know what I mean? I, like, it's
3: so gonna, you're gonna not fail. Control. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: You're like, I can get it done. I can't trust. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You, you, you gotta understand, like, if we, if it's eighty-five to eighty percent done, that's good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yep. I think, and you know, I, I made clothing before. Mm-hmm. And nothing ever comes out 100%. Right. So it's like you either bitch to the manufacturer mm-hmm. and you complain to the manufacturer and the manufacturer never wants to work with you again. Then you have to find another manufacturer. <laughs> and then after three manufacturers, no one wants to work with you. <laughs> right. And then you're realizing, wow, I, maybe I, I, my expectations are too high. Mm-hmm. So that's when you have to start realizing, all right, there has to be a balance. So anyone I'm working with, if I get 80% of what I need mm-hmm. to get done, that's actually really good. Right,
3: exactly. Because yeah. yeah, you
0: can tweak the 20% if you need to. Yeah. You
3: know, but like, yeah, that,
0: the full thing. Like- well, the, the 20% is, to me, greatness. It's when, okay to me, the 20% is industry. Mm-hmm. It's when people in your industry who have mastered their craft right. notice, oh, I, I noticed you guys did this. Right. Those are the 20%. Yes. Do you understand what I'm yep, saying? Yep. It's that small little minute thing. It's that, that, that small 20 might have taken
3: you a, an hour
0: to do and right. nobody
3: notices except for those three people.
0: Yeah. And you're like. And I would say even the bar is lowered. If you get mm-hmm. 60% of what you want now, yeah. that's good enough. Mm-hmm. If you get 80%, it's noticeably good. You can actually be a leader in your industry. Right. And then I think if you hit 100%, anywhere from 90 up. Mm-hmm. That's when you start getting the attention of OGs or people who have mastered their craft or veterans. Yes. And then that's when they start seeing, oh, you're, you're doing something really good. Like, mm-hmm. we need to talk. Yeah. But, that's, but to get to that point... It takes is, a minute. It takes a minute. Yeah. And Not only that, the people who are working for you who are getting to 80%, mm-hmm. for them to get to 90% or 100%, that's when you realize, oh, this is going to take a while. But when you, re- when you get there and everything's moving... That's when you're like, oh, shit, we're actually hitting greatness right now.
3: See, I'm, I'm kind of at that with, with my YouTube. Yeah. You know, where I'm just like, I I know what I'm capable of, and I know the time that it takes to do every single thing. So if I'm doing a gig log, as you were saying, those things take forever. Mm-hmm. You can't just knock out a gig log. You have to have B-roll, and, you know, it has to make sense. And you Wait, just, explain explain a gig log. So, so a gig log is basically... Myself going on one of my private events or nightclub or whatever mm-hmm. and I take the people the audience along with me So we talk about the things that are happening. So it's like your own
0: reality It's my own reality it's show a your, own vlog, own, your own vlog documentary yeah. yeah, exactly exactly. So so every every gig you have is a new episode it, it was
2: okay,
3: but the problem is first off they take a long time because you're shooting, you're just shooting
0: content, right? And, but I mean, when you like, when you're shooting content and you're gathering, I don't know, you know, even four hours. I mean, I would, I would, I would say probably, yeah, anywhere between two to four hours, of two to four hours of footage, editing that could take eight to 12 hours. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. And like I said, we're not factoring in B roll. We're not factoring in Mm -hmm. to make sure I'm a big proponent of making sure that no matter what you do, you tell a story, yeah, because the story is what people remember. You know, not the little things. So, I always tell a story. Now you used to get that you're too wordy. You talk too much. You know, just get to the facts. Get to the get to the data. I'm like, that's not. How I work?
0: No, you're, you're trying to make an episode of Full House. There has to be, there yes. has to be a, a yeah. message at the end of the show. There has to be a beginning, right? a middle, and an end. So what, so, what were the twins' names in the in the show? I don't O's, know. Oh, the Olsen twins. The and the and twins. What did the Olsen twins learn at the end of this episode? It's basically like your yes. So, well, what did they learn? Well, right? and,
3: and that's that's because that was the thing. Because I would make these gig logs, and then I would, you know, they look beautiful, and the B-roll was great. I was looking yeah. at Peter McKinnon, like I'm gonna be like him, right? And then you get to the end, and you're like, but. I'm not I haven't said anything. There's nothing that
0: anybody Th- can take nothing, with. Them. There's no substance. There's yes. nothing
3: people can get emotionally exactly. invested into. Yes. Right. right. So so then what I start I started doing, I started basically doing the reverse, where I would film the content and then I would as the content's going go, I have a story for this. Mm-hmm. And then I would put that story in as either me, you know, at a you know, talking headpiece at a table or whatever, and then we'd splice in the actual
0: footage as opposed to just Showing the whole thing, right, you know, because it was too much, but yeah, the editing, so you'd have to find you'd have to find and there's always one dilemma or two dilemmas oh, there's that, always a dilemma. at a gig, yes, so you just have to kind of magnify it yes on, exactly. on your episode, yeah, and just be like, oh, this big problem, but let's talk about what are the solutions for these kind right. of problems, yeah, and what I ended up doing, exactly, and then All you can right. have you know it's third, a lot of work
3: it's a, it's a it's a lot of work, and you're doing ed- it by yourself, you're doing it by yourself, and then what happens is. And you're so, raising three kids. And you're raising, yeah, three damn. <laughs> kids. And and you're and you have a wife. Yes, exactly. No, but um, when I first, my first videos uh, were giglocks. Yeah, you know, I think my first video was like a, a lapel microphone that I did a shot. And what on. what year was this? It was only like four or five years ago. 2018. Uh, so yeah. you launched
0: your YouTube five years ago?
3: Yeah, ar- around there. Okay. Yeah, because and you know, COVID screws everything up. So it could have been four, could have been seven. It's just, and this was what you mostly do: weddings and bar mitzvahs. Weddings, weddings, bar mitzvahs, mostly bar mitzvahs. That's that's our bread and butter. We do we do like five hundred bar mitzvahs a year. I wow. have a question. Yeah, five hundred bar mitzvahs, wait, wait, wait. And, they're, and they're all like high end bar mitzvahs. Wait, wait,
1: wait. Wow. wait. I have a question. Is it hard getting a, a gig a, to do a bar mitzvah? You, it's being you an African American guy. Okay, so first off, I'm gonna say
3: something that's gonna shock you all.
0: Right. I'm actually Jewish.
3: So uh-huh. that's, that's the first thing. Wait, so,
0: when did you become Jewish?
3: I, I converted to Judaism, uh, uh, what are you, how old are you, 15, 18 years ago,
0: give wow. or take? Yeah. Well, what was the...
3: What was the reason? Yeah. I met a nice Jewish girl.
2: And, that's your wife. And, yeah.
3: And she wanted to... That's <laughs> <laughs> mama. And yeah. And she, and she was like, well, I want to I get married under a chuppah and you know, I want to have a Jewish wedding. And I'm wow. like, look, Shalom. I don't know, maybe, uh, I wasn't really a religious person. Like, and it's not my fault. It's actually my mother's fault because she, my entire life, never sucked to a religion. Like, you know, first she was Baptist. Okay. That's all black people. We get it. Mm-hmm. You know, but then she was like uh, Muslim and then she was uh, uh, Buddhist and then she was Mormon. Like she just kept jumping religion. Man, she was a hood hopper. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so for me, I was like, okay, well then it doesn't really matter. You know, I just do what I want to do. You know? So the only thing I did, said- did
0: she care? Who? That you wanted to um, become Jewish?
3: No, no. I think she at that
0: point she was Mormon, so she, oh, wow. <laughs> it didn't bother her. Uh, that's really interesting. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I've never heard of a, of a mom who was like experimenting with, yeah, different, with different faiths. So, so if you if you knew my mother, that's um, it's kind of
3: that's kind of cool. It is cool because it kind of opens the door for you, and it, it kind of opens your eyes. Like because you know most of the time parents are like, "No, you're this, yeah, we're this, mm-hmm. you're this, move on." Until
0: you're old enough to do what you well, it, want to do, and then you can change your. Fate. It's very inclusive, right? Yes. It's very kind of like religion is for my personal spirituality. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I'm trying to see which
1: one fits me best. And a lot right. of those a lot right. of those religions are shun you, like if you like leave or you do something different, right? right. Like if you're like a uh, seven day Adventist or like, mm-hmm. a, you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. down upon you, like for like leaving their community. <laughs> Did you becoming Jewish help you enter that community? Of course, what? no. Well, I had to. Well, here's the, here's the thing. Okay, <laughs> I like, think so. Yeah, I love Cleveland. Why do you think Sammy
0: Davis Jr. became Jewish? <laughs> okay.
3: there, 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 there are there are a couple of things that I know for sure. One thing is, um, Jewish women love to to be in the know, and to be the ones that discover something that there that their friends don't know about. It, you mm-hmm. know, so like when we came up, I was already Jewish then when we started the company, right? But it was never something that I like made a point to like. You know, oh, you know, back when I was like, I never did that. It was just like, cool, whatever. But then. But you never did.
0: You never became Jewish because you thought it would it, it would somehow it enhance was, your. I wasn't trying to boost your career
3: or your business. Like I got my Jewish degree. I expect more money now. Like, it's like,
0: it's like <laughs> as soon as he became Jewish, he put the yarmulke He's like, <laughs> yeah. let's get to this bar business. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like,
2: let's get this let's money. See.
3: I can do a bank. I, I can go good. into I can go to movies. Bar mitzvahs. <laughs> That's where we're going. I go on a record label.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just walking around with with his
1: yarmulke everywhere. How but, you doing?
3: But I but I did have a little high. You you know the little thing. It looks kind of like a like a horse, like a little.
1: Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Little, the, the necklace. Yeah, the thing. little yeah, yeah, necklace. Yeah, yeah. I,
3: I did have that because I got it when I converted mm-hmm. uh, as a gift, and I used to have it. And I, the chain broke, so I never got it replaced. But anytime I would go into a house, you know, they'd be like, "Why do you have that on?" <laughs> like it wasn't like oh you're a Jew or or welcome in it was just like why do you have that <laughs> it was like because I'm Jewish and I kid you not it hasn't changed to this day when I tell somebody I'm Jewish or they'll say something like I'll be at their house and they're like so um you know about the, the the religious aspects of this Bar Mitzvah right like you know that we uh, we do the hora that's a little circle thing where everybody and I'm like yeah I, I know I'm Jewish oh. Oh, well, um, well, and then now they're completely uncomfortable. They don't know what to say anymore. You know, they they, they do do that. Lahaim, welcome to the tribe. I'm like, I've been in the tribe. There's no welcome, you know, so (laughs) you just, you just kind of, you kind of roll with it. But I never made it a thing because that's not my style. You should make like
0: a hat. Yeah. I'm Jewish. By the way, I'm Jewish. (laughs) Well, well, that's the funny
3: thing. I would say a t-shirt. <laughs> I, a t- <laughs> <laughs> no, but I never made it a thing. Like I've never been uh, a gaudy type guy. You yeah, know, yeah. like I'm not like, oh, look, look what I own. Look at all my jewelry. Look at all this. Like that's never been my thing. Mm-hmm. So I would never use something that I took from a personal stance. No. And try to make money off that's of it. interesting. That. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just not my thing. Uh, probably to the detriment of myself. Because I know a lot of people that do that kind of stuff, you know, but that's just not my style. It feels, it feels fake. And I just don't like to be fake. Okay, so wait, I, I want to know. So you've been doing events, and
0: you were always doing bar mitzvahs, or no? No, I mean before bar mitzvahs, we, you know, yeah, we do weddings and do weddings, you know, yeah, exactly. But but five hundred bar mitzvahs a year is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's what like two a week almost? Um, no, it's oh, actually
3: more than, than that. that. Yeah, Bro, yeah. What am I crazy? Yeah, yeah. three
1: hundred sixty-five days in a yeah. year. <laughs>
3: I mean, just no, no, don't even do that. Just just take because we don't work during the week. We only work weekends. So basically, Holy take shit. the fifty-six weeks yeah. and divide that 52. by however fifty You talking about like five, six a weekend? Yeah. Holy what, what, what shit! We do. We do over when when the pandemic lifted in California. Yeah. So from uh, I will say September till the end of June. Yeah. We were averaging twelve bar mitzvahs every Saturday night. Huh. Well, how did you do how was that possible? We got a lot of people to work for us. Wow. Yep. Oh, I was thinking of him and Paris Just me. running the fuck. Just me. Although that is a thing though. So, I, I so knew a dude that did that, by the way. He had two bar mitzvahs going on. He did the one, and the one the other bar mitzvah was like a mile down the road. So he timed it to where he did the opening dance set for one, and then when they were eating dinner, he went to the other one and did the opening dance set for that one. And it just kept going back and forth, back and forth the whole time. Oh wow. Jesus. <laughs>
0: wait so you're doing five to six a week Mm -hmm. and you have a team of djs and a team of
3: yeah i employ i employ like 80 people wow yeah what dancers and everything dancers djs mcs um you know we have lighting people and so
0: how many weddings do you do Uh, um, we
3: don't do as many Um, a year we probably do uh, i would say probably under 50
0: under fifty. Under fifty. So yeah. maybe, yeah. Maybe one a week. One you know. a week. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: So it's yeah, it's not really our bread and butter, if, but if, bar mitzvahs are. Bar mitzvahs are. Yeah. Okay. So wait, this is interesting. I, so
0: I, when did when did that business start booming for you?
3: Immediately. We, what we, was the year? Uh, well, it was um, because we've been in business for what's it twenty two. So it would have been like
0: eight two thousand and eight. 2008. Yeah. Dang yeah. yeah. And then how many, how many, did you do years. that first year? That 2008? first, okay.
3: So the first year. So, so what happened was, how did you, yeah, how did you get yeah. into it? So, what happened was, because some people will tell you different stories. So, when he told me, I want to do this on my own, right? I, I want to go off and start my own company. And this the reason, is Paris, this yeah, is Paris. Is Paris. And Paris. And the reason department. why it happened is because he kept, he became like the number one requested MC, like in like Southern California, especially for, the, really for this great. company. Yeah. So, People were like, it's
0: just an amazing event host. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So yeah. people
3: were like, well, why are you still with this other company? Like you right. should do it on your own. That doesn't make sense. You're just giving money away. Right. Yeah, but he's like, I need the logistics. I it, need the operations. It, exactly. Exactly. And that's where Cleveland Terry. And that's in. where I come in. So, so, so we, we didn't, the only thing that he did was tell people, don't book me for at this other company. Cause in like six months I'm going to be gone. I'm going to do all the requests that I've had, you know, and then I'm going to tell them, stop, stop, stop booking me. Um, so that's how we did it. We did it legitimately because the company will tell you that we just went in and told everybody, Hey, don't book through them, book through us. Like we never did. Well, they're going to say you stole all their content. A- exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which we, which we did not. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we didn't even, we didn't take any dancers, even though the dancers didn't like being there. We didn't take any DJs. Basically we took all the people that like, which is kind of the, the ironic thing. They, they, they had this thing about, they would let go of people all the time. They didn't like their attitude. They didn't like uh, their work ethic, but we all knew that it was because the person that owned it and it was in charge made it difficult. Mm -hmm. So people were just like, I don't want to do this. I'm not gonna go above and beyond. So we took the people that were gone, turned them into superstars. The same people that he said, they'll never be anything. Right, you know, so a lot of ego in in this industry. People just think you can't do it on your own. You know how hard it is to run a business. A lot of ego in the bar mitzvah event industry. Yes, a lot. And the reason why there's a lot is because <clears throat> there aren't that many. Right, you know, so it's that are dedicated to doing this one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's. I mean, I can name probably ten to fifteen bar mitzvah companies. So,
0: so you in Paris went on your own, mm-hmm. started your own company. What is the name of your company? Check one two. Check one two. Yeah, great yeah. name. Thank you. great, not not, not what I would think of uh, a bar least, mitzvah anybody, company, <laughs> because, right?
3: Because it didn't start out as that. Yeah, so yeah. what happened was uh when we signed our deal uh-huh. with the label, we were called L.A. Rhymes, Los Angeles Rhymes, like yeah. the L.A. Times had a little paperboy as our as our logo. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I liked that. Yeah, thank you. We liked <laughs> it too. But then the guy was like, "I think that's a horrible name for a rapper. I logo. knew that was coming.
1: <laughs> I fucking knew that was coming. I knew, I'm i like LA it's rhymes. boiling. And I'm, trying to, I'm trying to <laughs> think. Like,
0: hey, you heard that new single from L.A. Rhymes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it hits, it off the, nah, it off the nah, nah.
3: That's funny because I remember Beyond the Music when you were talking about the one dude how it was uh, horrible, horrible. Name.
0: Oh yeah, R&B. Nope, nope, There you go. There you go. it's an amazing party. He's one of those few. He's one of those few people that like that made his name cool. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, like... And, and like like Cleveland Terry. Yes. <laughs> well, Cleveland Terry... Cleveland Terry sounds like a gangster from, like, you know, yeah, from the 1920s. You know. <laughs> nah, see? Nah. Yeah. no, No. Um, <laughs> courageous cat. Hey, hey, hey,
1: courageous cat. Hey, 500,
2: 500
0: bar mitzvahs in one year.
2: Hey, 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 see, hey, You see? You see?
1: I'm running this city, see? <laughs> city boys.
0: <laughs> exactly. But,
3: um... What was I saying? It was the... LA, LA Rhymes. Rhymes. Yes. So <laughs> so when we when we did that, LA Rhymes, uh, the, our manager was like, ah, you can't use that name. Like, what do you mean? It's too regional. Yeah. We we need to open it up so it just, you know, it doesn't feel like you're from a certain thing. So we came up with Check 1-2 at that moment. Mm. And uh, so that was the name of the group. And then when we walked away from our deal, because nothing was happening, um, they're like, what are we gonna do now? We don't you know, we left this and that's when we're like, Well let's start the company. Let's call ourselves check one two. So it makes sense. So you sense. guys
0: started at you started doing like events? So the first year
3: we had I wanna say thirty events total.
0: Thirty events in the whole year, the whole year, which is great for a, a company a first new, a starting company. out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what I thought, what I
3: thought was when we were, were doing the projections, we're like, okay, so we have thirty this year. Imagine we do thirty, we're, people are going to have this many eyes on us, people talking. We'll probably do sixty the next year. You know, then maybe we'll do ninety. That's not how it happened. No, we, no. we did thirty, and then we did like two hundred, Sh- like oh, the ooh. next time. So, Damn. so it was, it was hard because at first it was Paris and myself. Paris was the MC, I was a DJ then we had we were training some other people to come on board, and then it was Paris brought on another d j, so they had theirs, and then I had a new m c so there was two. was there like a formula
0: that you, you definitely a formula that you had every d j follow?
3: Yes, yeah, basically everybody every party that that is that is doing all the way up until now it follows the Paris and Terry formula, so you have like a whole. I don't know, like an employee handbook that yeah, you give yeah. them? Yeah. We, well, not, not, we train. We do, we do, we, train. we do, we do actual training. We bring them in and they and train is, for like and six this, weeks.
0: And then this is
3: uh, six weeks is
0: the training. <laughs> love this. I love it because I don't know, does it, doesn't it take like eight weeks to become a cop or something? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, you see, and you see they need more
3: time. <laughs> it's it's, so it's, it's actually hilarious. 16, uh, 16 so weeks. It's four like it. <laughs> months. So if, you're,
0: if, I, if I'm a young guy that wants to get hired by Cleveland Terry, I could be like, I could become a cop in eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I could work for Cleveland Terry
1: in, in, six. Six. in six. See? I love it. The, the so numbers wait,
0: are, it. Same amount of money. And this is, and this is like a training that you Probably can more mastering. Money with Cleveland yeah. Yeah.
1: Huh? <laughs> Probably more money with him. Yeah. Probably yeah. Cop, Seriously. But, yeah. Yeah. And you won't. <laughs> so, and you'll still be alive. And you'll be alive.
0: So for uh, 15 years You've been perfecting this training Yep, yep Wow! Yeah. So and hey, look, things have
3: changed. Like he's actually one of our dancers now. Yeah. Uh, my son. But everything, you know everything you got him changes too, huh? He's, he, you know what? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> family business. You got baby. like a whole Jackson. Did you through It's like
1: it's
3: like a it's like a Chinese restaurant. You all work for me. You all work for me. No, but the funny thing is, is Dad, I'm hungry. Go out there and tap dance right now. Well, hold on. No, actually, no. But but no. But this is serious though, because when we when he got to the point where he could work. Yeah. I was like, uh, I'm no longer giving you money to just do. Like, if you want stuff, you work now. Yeah. Use your own money. I'm trying to remove. The, the 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 responsibility off of my bank book right you know what I mean let him handle it so that's why it's and it's been much better for him. Now, so he's
0: got his own money so you're better off not being talented because then he would have kept taking care of you but now that you've created a craft for yourself now you got to earn your own way
1: yeah All right. that's so. how it
3: works that's how it
0: works
1: <laughs> he was supposed to take care of until he was twenty one or is 25. he the youngest
3: he's no I I have a ten year old all right well warn the ten year old to just keep his craft <laughs> she's under the she's table. already she it's already like, wants, you know, wants DJ. to DJ so so I'm, I'm gonna train her oh, and uh, we'll be we'll be in a much better spot oh man yeah but even no, but even like my my, my wife she works the photo booth sometimes nice. and, and I'm like I want some extra money I'm like there's a photo booth
2: you know I mean man, this is like a
0: joke look, look, you want
2: right the here, new boy.
3: designer Brad? this is like a
0: this is like a reality show
1: yeah. on oxygen or something yeah right? right we actually
3: we actually were we were uh talked about it was in talks Really? To do a reality show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It, just, it just it just didn't it didn't work out. I would have watched. it's yeah. on YouTube
1: Me too. <laughs> no, it's,
3: yeah. If I, if I had more more bodies, maybe I would go full force with it. But it's just it's just too hard.
0: It's interesting.
3: Yeah. All right. So, you so say,
1: oh, go ahead. So no, go ahead. I was just gonna go you, when you said from thirty to two hundred in, in the one year span, and then I guess the expansion must have been a hard process. So right?
3: it was it was. I remember it to this day, like it was yesterday. Because it was that third party where neither, my, either I or Paris were on that party to guarantee that it was going to be good. Now we just had to trust people, yeah. to just do their job. And I remember going out. They left. They left, and I was like, "All right, call so, me if you need me." So this is the first time you had to trust. We, we,
0: we had the third party. You had to yeah. trust somebody to basically yeah. uh you know you had to trust them to execute everything you it was, wanted. It was a by nightmare. Themselves.
3: And it's so funny as I look back on that third party. And again, it turned out okay. Yeah. But I look back at that third party and then I look at, you know, 12. You know, now there's 10 parties where neither one of us are on there. And we just have to go. The training is right. You know, we put the right people in the right places to do their jobs. And it works out. Like, I was really concerned when we got back to, um, to doing events. Because first off, people hadn't worked for like a year, year I mean, and a half. After the pandemic. After the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, um,
0: and then there was the whole thing about... And did you have the same team ready to go?
3: No. Um, we, we lost like half of our dance crews. Because for whatever reason, we pull a lot of international people. You know, mm-hmm. so we have a lot of international dancers. So they went back. They then, went back and right. they, then they, they didn't come back. So, uh, so we had to deal with that. We had to deal with the fact that like, look, everybody when you came back wanted to make more money. Right, you know, so there was that, and then we were sitting there going, "Well, you want to make more money? We get it, but we're not charging more money." So then we had to go back into talks, and then we said, "You know, screw it, let's do it." So we raise the rates, and then you had to do it. Then yeah, and then people were fine with that, and we were like, "Raise them a little more," you know, raise. And then we started creating like different different tiers, Mm -hmm. and uh, we always thought that like you'd price yourselves out of the business you get too, too expensive and people are like, no, we don't want you anymore. There's somebody over here that does an equal job and we'll just use him. We found that the more money you charge, the more people want
0: you.
2: Yeah.
3: it's the, interesting. It's the weirdest thing. Wow. You know?
0: Especially when you don't realize you're maybe the best.
3: Yeah. Well, and that was the thing because it was a couple of party planners that kept telling us, you guys need to raise your rates. Right. Like, well, what do you mean? You need to raise your rates because people think it's a steal. You know? That they're getting you guys for this much. You know? So... Once we raise our rates, once we realize like we are at the top of our game, you know, we yeah. can we can look around and see the other one or two people mm-hmm. that are just as good as us. So we should be operating in a higher price point, in a higher in a higher clientele. When did you
0: start realizing that
3: last uh, year? Literally right after we got out of, out of the pandemic. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, we could, and it got to the point. I was. And you were
0: scared, right? Oh yeah, because oh. you were like, "I'm going to scare business away."
3: Yeah, exactly. Right. But then. So we, we, I think we did something smart. Well, I know we did something smart. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have our normal, like regular people pricing. Okay. And you know, it's it's a certain, you know, get MC, a DJ, a couple of dancers, some sound you, and lighting. Can you divulge the pricing or no? Divulge on, on, online. Because it always changes, so I can't divulge it. Okay. Yeah, but let's just say it's between three and four for for for, for the for the basics. Three or okay. four thousand. Yeah, for the for the basics. This is a bat mitzvah. Um, bat mitzvah.
0: Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, did, what does that include? A DJ. A DJ and MC, MC. Some some
3: some basic lighting. Some you know
0: sound and then. So uh, yes, you are training the DJs. Yes. You're training them for setup. You're doing mm-hmm. this exactly. In Paris and Paris is training the hosts. Co- correct. Well, although he doesn't actually train them anymore, we have we have a dedicated
3: person. Okay, that does that does the dancers and the MCs. Wow. Yeah. So the DJs, because he's a DJ now, it's done by both of us. You know, we'll we'll check the playlist out, make sure what they're playing. Cause look, I, we care more about programming than we do about- This is like a circus or something, it's right? A, <laughs> yeah. it's,
0: it's like a, a, it's a traveling circus. Yeah.
3: Well, and then and then we shut down our office during the pandemic because yeah. it was too much money. Of course. Um, and now we're at a storage unit and then that's a whole another nightmare trying to get that to make sense. Cause before we had a lot of lot of area. So everything was spaced out. Now the storage- Probably unit, had like
0: a warehouse. We had a warehouse, yeah. exactly.
3: Yeah. Offices, everything but didn't make sense. Now I work from home and it's been actually better. I mean, expenses are down now, Expenses are down and I can still see people's homes. This is a little trick. I love to, I didn't like to do the traveling because in LA everything takes you an hour to two hours to get to no matter where you're going, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I didn't like to do the travel, but I was able to kind of walk into people's homes and go, okay, so when they were like, is that the best deal you can do? Like, yeah. You got gold chandeliers up here. I just drove down into down your, you know, your elevator to get okay. to where you are. No, you're not getting a deal from me. You know, so
0: so, so <laughs> rule number one of negotiation for bar mitzvahs: go to the person, go to the client's house and, and yes. check their pocket, yeah. check yeah. their
1: chandelier. Look remember? for that gold chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> no, like like
0: well, twenty thousand dollars. Is that, is <laughs> that how it <laughs> happens? Though it's like, let's set up a meeting and let's talk about the yes. rate. I've I've been to places where. Um, but they're like, no, just give me a rate on the phone
3: right yeah, now. Exactly. Oh, no, we, we give them the rates, but because we have our general, but it's it's just a starting
0: point. Okay, you let know, me let me do something. I'm gonna call you up. Okay, I want a bar mitzvah. Okay. Bar- are bar- you bar- the, are you the Lamborghini that was parked outside? You, now, I'll, no, I'll, no, I'll,
3: no. I'll let you know what's going on. Okay, <laughs> you <All> fish.
0: Right, <laughs> for the ideas. <laughs> bring, bring, bring. Yeah. Hello.
3: Check one two. What's going on?
0: Hey, how you doing? Uh, I heard about you guys. I heard you're you're really good. And you know, I want you guys to do my my daughter's bar, uh, my son's bar mitzvah. Perfect, perfect. When's it going to be? It's how good. many people are you ballparking? Uh, it's going to be in two months. But you know, what's your availability like? And then I kind of want to know what your pricing like.
1: You know, okay, treat, yeah. Uh, then I,
0: I give the pricing. I'd send yeah. them the brochure. Yeah. You know, but then it would be
3: it'd be based upon like the number of people you have. Okay. You know, the, the hours involved. Um, the distance Where you're going
0: to So be tell at. them all that information Yeah curtain. Okay so I got like uh, 300 people coming Okay good size That's a good size mm-hmm. Inside your head They're like Oh this is money right? Immediately yeah. yeah
3: Normally when they're like Oh it's 120 people I already know Okay this is lower tier Okay you know, So I can approach it differently But 300 300 Okay I know I know you're trying to do it big Okay mm-hmm. Got
0: it yeah. There's 300 people Okay Um, And so you know which I'm not trying to go out of Go all out mm-hmm. You know I hear that all the time Yeah, yeah. Uh huh <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, <laughs> I just want to You know Do something you little know.
3: Nothing big deal No no you yeah. know
0: Uh huh You know Just like you know Something real quick You know an afternoon And stuff like that Gotcha So do, do you Do you want to send me A price quote Or do you want to Meet in Like how does this work
3: uh, I'll send you the pricing And yeah. then I want you To take a look at it And okay. then we'll have Another conversation afterwards Okay And
0: then after that If we do a meeting Or you know So where would you Bring it to where It would have to be A meeting for you To go uh,
3: typically, typically speaking Well because now It's different But back then Everybody wanted meetings like, Like it wasn't, nobody would book you without a meeting. Because they, what is they they as much as you want to
0: judge them, they want to judge you. Yes, exactly. They
1: want to figure yeah. you so, out. So
3: there's a lot of there's a lot of I need to see if we if we we connect if we're you know if you. So do you have to for. be aware
0: of what car you drive when you pull up to them? <laughs> kind of. So I, what car do you yeah. drive? I, the Prius. I,
3: no. no, 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 no. I, I well, when we first started, I was driving a Infiniti FX35. So, okay. So nothing like nothing too expensive, but nothing cheap either. Right. You know, so it was like right in the middle. Where mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't make more money. Infinities than them. are
0: kind of like the new Sobs, yeah, right? Yeah. Modern day
3: Sobs. Right. Am right, I wrong? Right. right there, yeah. Oh, yeah, a
0: little bit, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: It's, it says that I don't make more than you, but I still am successful. I make more than I still regular people. E- e- exactly, You're doing exactly. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like I remember going. Um, there's this place in LA called um, uh, uh, Beverly Park, and um, for the longest time, Google wasn't even allowed to to map it. You would you would go to the the, the security gate. And then they would have to tell you how to get there because your Google Maps would stop at the security gate. Oh. that's how private this place was for the longest time. So I remember. What area is this? Where? It's in it's in it's it's in Beverly Park. It's uh it's like in between, the Valley and Beverly Hills. Okay. So it's kind of right in the. So these are side. the kind of
0: bar mitzvahs are you doing? Yes. Yeah. Wow. We
3: just we just had a bar mitzvah. Like bar mitzvah. Yeah. Like a month ago. Yeah. Um, Shit. so, um, God damn. yeah, so <laughs> I remember getting to the house, right? Finally got the directions and I'm looking, I'm like, there's a wall up, there's a gate and I'm like, you know, nobody's answering. So I call him I'm like, look, I'm here. I just don't know how to get in. He goes, oh, okay. Let me open the gate, but then don't drive up to the front, drive to the left, go down the, go down the, the, the driveway into the garage, the parking garage, I'm driving the parking garage and then take the elevator up to the second floor. Like this is the kind of money it's people like the have. service entrance. It's kind of like service. <laughs> no, but no, but like they're all their expensive ass cars are there too. Okay. So it's just they have people that work, and that's where they that's where they park everything. Got it. Um, I I've been so, shocked like two times in my life. That was one of them. The other one was like I thought was I thought I was at an apartment complex because it was that big. And I'm like, oh, where does the client live? And They're like, this is their home. Wow, this whole thing. So wait, in your head, what are you like? What are you upcharging? i I so I don't upcharge. Here, well, no. Let me let me back up. <laughs> I, don't say, I don't say I don't upcharge because my whole thing has always been I don't. I want to give you what you need. Okay. You tell me what you want. Right. I'll give it to you. But but
0: at a minimum, I got to give you what you need for us to do a good job on your. So price. I have a question. If you if you're dealing with a whale, right, okay. and right. you're giving them reasonable <laughs> prices, mm-hmm. do they feel the need to spend more? Just to get more, yes,
3: because we have what we call our premium pricing, and that's
0: basically so. So well, I'm, I'm going to so, tell you in okay. my head, right? Yes, so let's say I go to a restaurant. Like everyone's like, "Yo, go to this restaurant. Mm-hmm. You have to go to this restaurant." I go in there, I order everything I want, and it's like fifty dollars. Okay, and I'm like, I, I will spend. I'll spend a hundred twenty. I'll spend a hundred dollars here. Let's get some more shit. Okay, is that what? Is that what how do these motherfuckers kind of feel like? The, the A little pe- bit? The people because they're the, like, I want
3: the experience. The people you know? with the most money yeah. will say, um, what else you got? Yeah. That's all. What else you got? Oh, we're going to bring in lasers and we're going to bring in the sparklers. We're going to bring in this.
0: Okay, great. I want that. What else you got? So do you ever run out of what else you oh got? Boy, we've re- oh, Yeah. You yeah, just making shit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's what I'm like. Well, we, 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 got, we know the globe
1: that, uh, I know exactly, but it's like it's like. Well, what do, what do, do you want? All the Backstreet boys, right now. We got live live animals coming. We <laughs> the got the tigers. You ever? And I've seen those.
0: You
3: ever hear yeah.
1: the
0: road podcast? They just like they run around and
3: <laughs> oh <you know, laughs> shit.
1: That's yeah, Mike Tyson's old tiger, right? Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. But we started doing what we call these premium things, and basically, is you still have the normal packages, but for the people that like want to make sure they want a specific MC. Cause the thing that was hurting us the most, even before the pandemic was people either assumed or they thought they were getting somebody else and, or they would request somebody and maybe they weren't available,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
3: or maybe some huge party came on that wanted to, you know, wanted him instead. But because that request is there, people were, people were taking that as guarantees. So we stopped that and we were like, no, nope, okay, here's our premium packages. This is a guaranteed pricing. So this means that the person you ask for, you're gonna get, but you're gonna pay like 3K more you know, for, for this one. So I just assumed that like nobody really cared about that, but the rich of the rich, you know? And then it got to a point, we, we, we did the premium pricing and I kid you not, we were selling more of those than like our regular pricing. Like it was just nonstop, I'm like, I think it's still too cheap. We got to raise it up because I remember watching this one dude on YouTube and he was like, when they were talking about pricing Mm -hmm. and he said, every time you say a price, uh, it should make the person uncomfortable. If it doesn't make them uncomfortable, then you're not charging enough. You know? And I was like, that actually makes a lot of sense. Now, look, I'm not saying that every single client operates in that same field. You know, there's normal people. I consider myself a normal person. When we did his bar mitzvah, like I was just like pulling out all the, hey, can you do it? What can you do for me? What can you do for me? It's favorite I, town. Yeah, because right? I don't have that kind of money. You know, I'm not that guy. But like- the I don't other- know, you
0: just did Adam Sandler's <laughs> bar mitzvah. i beg big to differ.
3: Well, no. So, so, <laughs> so a lot of people, this is how they get around it. This is, this is the, the, the ego of, of, a, of a rich person. Because, I'll say, oh, if you want that person, that's a premium. That's what it costs. Blah blah blah, and then maybe maybe the wife's like, ah, I don't know. Well, your other people are pretty good too. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, look, it does look. My guys are great. You know, some people just prefer to to know exactly what they're getting. And if that's you, hey, great. If not, hey, just I got some great people over here too. They'll mm-hmm. they'll your party will be just as good. And uh, it's always a dad that's like, well, how much more is it? Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm like. That was an ego. That was you telling me that you that I cannot, you know, shock this person. you know, I don't mind spending this kind of money. because for a lot of people, they'll be like, well, that's almost twice as much. I mean, yeah, it is. It's there for a reason. It's there for the people that have that money. It's there for the people that, you know, we want to make sure that I just don't want to lock myself in. And this has allowed us to not lock ourselves in. So now everybody that books us now, they're just like, oh, well, we know we get who we get. So, so you've had to raise. How much did you raise it to? Like which one? The premium one. Yeah, the premium's like double.
0: It's double.
3: Yeah, you wait. You went two hundred percent.
0: Wow. And people still book. It. Interesting. So what's, the, what's the most, what's the most you got this year for the bar mitzvah? Okay.
3: Year? you trying to get me audited. Bar part. <laughs> bar part.
2: <bar>, <laughs>
3: <bar>, allegedly.
0: <laughs> Humor us.
3: I've. I've. We've gone.
0: We've gone. We've gone over. We could bit. bleep it. On a bar mitzvah. That's great. Yeah. And then you've got four to five other bar mitzvahs going on. At the same time. Exactly. Mm. Yeah.
3: So That's great. It's a yeah. good weekend. It is, it is. And, and it's a very and, good weekend. Well,
0: because a lot of our people were like, we want more money. We want to yeah. make more money. And I'm like, well And and the thing is like this you are making a lot of money, but you're paying a lot of people and, and that's the key. Because yeah. they were like, We want to
3: make more money. We just want to raise. I'm like, I can't give you a raise just because, because you're not being requested. Like this person right here is being requested every single weekend. If any not you. The the other person, the fake person I'm over here. So if you want more money, you got to be that guy. You got to be the person that you can't live without. You know, then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to give you money because not only are you working, but you're making the phone ring for other people when they're like, oh, he's not available, but I'll take somebody else you got. You know, Mm -hmm. that's Paris's thing. People call, they ask for Paris, he's not available. So then we can slide them down to somebody else. We've now built it up to where we have a lot of people that are operating on the same level, but that that was the case back then. So- I told him like, look, if you get requested, th- there's your money right there. You're going to double your money like that, mm-hmm. just like that. All you have to do is become that the demand that people want that they can't have a party without you.
0: So, so you got this business. Yes, you've been running for close to 15 years, mm-hmm. almost 15 years, yep. and it's doing well. It's growing. It's it's, it's doing great. It's streamlined. It's yes. operating well. Correct. And you're doing YouTube at the same time. Yes. Well, 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 So my my question is, do you need to do all these other things? Could you just focus on this one business and have more time to you and your family? Or is that what what is there wait wait no? I'm asking though, (laughs) what is it inside of you that wants to do more, that wants to go to a beyond the music retreat and 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 host a panel and then Mm -hmm. have a YouTube channel and even DJ in Vegas? So I am
3: I don't have that that bone in me that just says, you're good. You're good where you are.
2: Why just is that? stay here.
3: I've always worked my ass off. Why? I've been working since I was 13 years old, 12 years old. I had a paper route. You know, like I was all, basically- Did that come from your parents or? Well, it came from the lack of financials from my parents. Like my parents didn't have a lot of money. So right. I'm like, okay, if I need to do something, I need to get a job. I need to do this. And- um Then I was, I'm always been into the arts. You know, I'm just artistic. That's why I had music and production and all that stuff. When we stopped making music, um, we were still uh, trying to build this business up. And I just, five straight years of just like building the business. Because I was working full time in the beginning. So seven years, seven years from the start of that business until I ended up finally leaving the other company. I worked from, you know, eight to five. And then from five to say ten o'clock, I would have meetings with all the clients. So that was every day, like Monday through Thursday. Then I'd work Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. You know, so that was my life for a long time. So right. then it got to a point where I was like, okay, I can't I can't I can't do both well. They're both suffering now. So one has to go. Mm-hmm. And it it just kind of came at this at the perfect time. How did you know that? Um just, you can kind of feel it, you know, like maybe your boss is like, "Yeah, you know, you're not here doing this or you forgot this. You right. didn't do that. And you're like, oh man, you're right. Cause I had to go, you know, and buy some turntables off of Craigslist in Newport beach that took three hours out of my day. You know, now they're like, well, where were you? Where were you know? And I'm like, oh man. And then like I couldn't answer phone calls because I was working so much. Right, right, right. Clients were not booked. They booked somebody else cause I didn't call them back for a day or two. You know, so it was just that it was that it was that time you kind of knew. And um, fortunately, I was at the same time where my bosses, because i had been there for so long, were like, look, we just, you know, we want to let you go, but we want to make sure you're comfortable. And I was like, well, I am comfortable. I have a full job over here. You know, so they're like, we want to give you a severance. I'm like, I'm not going to say no to the severance. Cool. So I ended up working for like three more months right up until October,
0: because I remember I left. This is before you started your business. I was still doing both. Or you're doing both doing both Doing both. and uh yeah it was around you were, you were running this this company with this event company with paris L- literally literally in 2008 yeah, and working a full-time job at the same time literally on the phone talking to clients and then i got my cell phone on this
3: side i'm talking to like my bar mitzvah clients wow. yeah like all day long
0: so I, you did that from 2008 to like 2015. yeah Th- thank god for uh cell phones like smartphones. Yeah. I, mean, I don't technology. know how
3: anybody could have done it before, I mean, te- before then.
0: Technologies help. I yeah. mean, what, what, why do you think you can work from home now? Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, um, yeah. So
3: then when I finally stopped that, uh, I was like, okay, good. I'm, I can only just do this. And then that's, that's also around the time where your YouTube channel birthed, right? It right. was actually about two years later. Yeah. And I remember, because I always watch YouTube and I, I liked seeing what I was seeing.
0: And um, I stopped Cause we, making music. Because you called yourself the Black Mojacks, right?
3: Yes.
2: Shout out to Mojax. Shout out to Mojax. That's my dude. Right.
0: (laughs) Which is, uh, you know, our favorite, our favorite, like, British accent. He's, it's gold. You know, DJ. Yeah. It's Uh, so smooth. He's like the DJ tech guru. Yeah. For YouTube. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, And actually, you know, you, I don't know if you knew this, but he's the reason that I am where I am today. How so? Yeah. So, uh, it was, uh, 2020. No, sorry. 2019. Mm hmm. Uh, no, no, no 2020 It was 2020 um, And I had gone we, we was at NAMM And maybe it was nice. So before the pandemic hit Did he go to Did he go to NAMM in
0: 2020? Because NAMM, NAMM Yeah, because that was like January,
3: It was, a, it was Yeah, February. January, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So so I had had a kind of pseudo relationship with Mojax Like we knew each other You know, a couple of things would pop up here and there
2: Cleveland, oh, uh, how are you yeah, doing exa- Exactly <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: so I think I'd asked him about something once, and then that—that's kind of what started the ball rolling. And then it was like two months before Nam, two or three months, and he was like, "Hey, do you have a relationship within music?" Because I think on one of my videos, I think it was—it was a DJ Expo. Because I wasn't there, so I was like, "Oh yeah, well I'm not there. Nobody invited me." So I—I I would just kind of take the manuals from like the—the—the the, the posts. You know, oh, new gear came out and I would go to the manufacturer's website, pull the manual, read the manual and then give my first take on it in just to kind of on the same time period as everybody else. Oh, you are kind of like bullshitting a little bit, right? A little, bit. Like, <laughs> a little bit. Well, you know, but, but that's the technical aspect. Right, like, right. I was able to go and look at it and say, okay, I see what it's missing. I see what it has. I can kind of and talk about it. And you can kind that. of
0: like pontificate on what's going on. Yeah,
3: exactly. Got it. Um, Very smart. Yeah, thank you. So he was like, oh, I, w- I want to get you in the door within music.
0: You know, we'll meet up at Nam, And I was
3: mm-hmm. like, okay, whatever, you know. Mm- You hear that all the time. Yeah,
0: yeah, just meet up. So at this point, you were doing YouTube videos, you were doing tutorials, you were doing reviews on equipment, but not necessarily knowing, not having hands-on experience, like, you know. All the gear that I reviewed in the beginning was gear that we owned as a DJ company, you know,
3: so basically. But then when new shit dropped. When new shit dropped, I had no access to it. So you were just kind of
0: running. Bullshit. Right, right. yeah yeah and, there, and what about, i mean you knew what you were talking about exactly right well yeah you have to you have to but be, you just didn't have the gear there it, like it, it wasn't in front of it me. wasn't like pioneer sent you some shit and you're like yeah. yo you know thank you to pioneer
1: for you didn't me. test it out
3: <laughs> i didn't I did not test it out all i could do was look at specs and look at all the things they're talking about and kind of give my give my opinion on it okay um and so uh yeah because when i so when i first started doing the youtube thing it was because i just was bored I had I had the DJ stuff was kind of smooth everything was moving and then I was just like I got nothing to do I'm just I need to express myself artistically Mm -hmm. so that's when I started doing the gig logs because of that and um it kind of moved on from there but it was just an outlet I needed an outlet and that's the way I've always been my son will tell you like I don't really just sit around I'm always doing something all the time that's just in my nature I'm a kind of a workaholic like the Elon Musk of DJs. <laughs>
0: That's a heavy statement. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just a Type A person.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 I've always been really involved in like relinquishing uh, duties, and that was always hard for me. Like that was super hard, you know. Until I got to a point where I'm like, Paris, you got to help me. I can't do all this myself. He's like, yeah. I've been asking you to to do this, you know. So finally, I gave him some stuff, and he took it, and now I'm like. Okay. If anybody's remotely smart enough, like we're talking about, to do something, take it, take it. Yeah. I don't care if it's just okay. It's one more thing I don't have to deal with.
0: Yeah. You know. I that's, love de- I love delegating. Yeah. Shit to to <laughs> people who actually and to people who enjoy doing what they do. Yes. And then who actually come to me and say, "Hey, I was wondering if we could improve this or improve that." Mm-hmm. I because you never get those kind of motherfuckers. So when I meet that person, right. that wants to improve something. I'm like, oh, I love you. And, like, are, are, and are you paying them or are they interns? I'm in paying them. Okay. And then if if they want to improve something, I'm like, let's have a meeting. Because I'm down mm-hmm. to improve it. Right. You know, like maybe not now, but let's talk next month and let's like really work on it. But I love meeting people like that. Because you never meet people like that.
3: Yeah, it's hard. I have a guy right now that's asking me to do work and I'm just like, I don't know. Because the, the worst thing about doing YouTube videos when you're doing them solo yeah. is you have an idea of the story you want to tell in your head. So... How can I give that to somebody? I at least got to give a first draft. And if I'm doing a first draft, then I'm like, well, I'm done. I might as well just finish, finish it. it off. You know. But I need to give it off and be like, I need you to think like me and edit this video.
0: See, I, I'll, I'll tell you something. What I do is I have them, I sit with them during the process. Mm-hmm. So we'll oh, go, okay. That's so we'll, and especially with Zoom, yeah. stay at home. Mm-hmm. When you when they do the, do your first draft of the edits, and then can we walk through every edit point? Okay. And let me see what you're doing. That way, they're not. I used to train people to do what I would do, but then you get people who are insecure about what what they should do because they're saying they think in their head what would Crooked do. Mm -hmm. So what I try to do now when I train people is what is the best, what is the best way, or what works best. Right, that makes sense. And then we both we go we go through your edits. We we you know it's a slow process, but that's how you kind of perfect and you get Mm -hmm. into their head, and you go through every edit point, and then that's when you're like. Well, what would you want to do here? And then they would say, "I would do this," and I'm like, "I think that's spot on." And I'd be like, "I think that's spot on." Then they get more confident in their abilities and they trust themselves more. And then they get better and better. They get better and better. Mm-hmm. Instead, right? so, so and it takes a long time, but if you do that for a month, mm-hmm. usually a competent person will pick it up and they'll own it. And then you just kind of go through, keep doing that process along the way for anything new. Now, just, but you know? but
2: do you
3: do you keep all the? Uh when they send you the video do they yeah. send you like the final or do they send you like the you know the one before where you can still make tweaks in the in the? well in the I'll files? say
0: they'll send me a draft mm-hmm. and I'll say hey like you want to it depends how many edits are needed
3: Yeah,
0: um, and I'll say like let's hop on a call if it's not many edits I'll hop on a call and I'll say like hey like this looked great I think this needs a little bit work you need to rearrange this if gotcha. it's simple as that mm-hmm. otherwise I'll say like hey let's do a zoom and mm-hmm. if we could do a zoom then it has to be some major stuff Okay. and then at, at some points I just give them enough time. I I don't try to give them a deadline for the learning process until like after the first month. Gotcha. So then it's like let's just get let's let's just get you let's just have you be knowledgeable and understand what the process is, and then the second month let's let's put a deadline, and then the third month let's start putting mm-hmm. more deadlines. So you just did you filled these like, you know, one a week. Now let's do two a week. Okay. You know, and then it starts. Then you start moving. Yeah. And the thing is, like, when they build that confidence, they also, you know, so if they're younger, they're onto the tech a little bit better. Oh, yeah. So they'll be like, you know, like, let's do this and let's do that. And I'm like, beautiful. Right. And then I, some of them, <laughs> some of it, some of it is a little sloppy. Some of it's not perfect. And I just got it like there's, there's At one point, I think I was on a call with like one of my editors, like my editor. And we had like four calls. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to fix this and this. And I said, you know what? Just let it go. Cause I don't want to burn them out. Right. And just yeah. do two more calls on something. Mm-hmm. I'll just work on it next. I'll bring it up next time or I'll bring it up next week or I'll bring it up in or, two on, weeks.
3: On the, on, right. Exactly. On the next footage when because you feel like, Oh, Hey, it's just
0: so much. It's, it's yeah. so draining when mm-hmm. it's just like, Oh my God, another edit, another edit. And then their confidence is like, Oh my God, like right. suck. Yep. I get that. You know? Okay. Uh, use, I don't know if that I'll makes that. any sense. No, no, it
3: makes perfect sense. <laughs> I <laughs> you know. I think I think we're always trying to make everything perfect and that's impossible. So yeah. just is it good enough? Get it out. It's
0: good enough. Yeah. Wait, so Mojax kind of
3: like, kind so, of So yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I met up with Mojax, yeah. Um like I don't know, it was like a Wednesday or Thursday of, of NAM and he showed up. He was like, Yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'm running a little late. I'm like, okay, I've heard this before, like, sure. And then he showed up and he literally walked up to In Music's door and they're like, Hey Mojax, and he's like, This is my guy, he's dope. Get him some get him some stuff. Mm. And like, that was it they were like okay and then we walked in i mean they had seen some of my stuff before but like that was the first time and i there are two people um that actually i owe most of my growth to okay Mm -hmm. um and the pandemic the pandemic helped out a lot um but it was that one it was mojax and then on the pioneer dj side it was drew bach uh i don't know you guys probably have Talk to Drew, your DJs. No, not no, no, no. that cool. Bro. <laughs> Pioneer doesn't
1: want to talk to us. <laughs>
3: yeah, they don't fuck with us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he can get us into the door. Yeah, yeah, no, but he handles like so.
3: Basically, Andy yeah, just mojacks us in. Yeah, yeah, yeah mojacks know, exactly.
1: You <laughs> pay it forward. Yeah, um,
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, no, he's the guy that anytime some new product comes out, like yeah. it always goes through. His hands. He's like the tech guy to make sure everything works. So like the Rev Seven, like all that stuff. The the Rain, the Rain, the uh, the S Eleven. All of those. They all they all. So went you're getting. Are you you're getting everything now? Yep.
0: Yep. Everything. So what happens? They send it to you. Do you got to send them back to them, or you just keep it? So
3: so yeah. This is one of those things that people don't understand.
0: Okay. Wait. It, well, walk us through this because I okay. kind of I'm I'm just, I'm very curious about this. Okay. So first I'm going to say wait wait before uh-huh. I want to let you list. Okay. You're cool. Where are you getting gear from now? Pioneer. Okay.
3: So I get gear from pioneer denon probably in, well, in, well in music is everybody so in music is rain uh denon uh, um uh stanton and a couple of others like some speaker companies like so in, we, in music in, owns everything
0: in music in music what is that
3: that is that is the the the, the parent company of all of these sub sub companies really oh yes I've never heard it. Did you guys know that? No, it I about? didn't know that. You didn't know, know that? that? No. Oh man. It's like the Wait.
0: So in music, what do you mean They're the parent company in for all- music owns all of these companies?
3: So so Pioneer is owned by Alpha Theta. That's that's their company. Yeah. That's their main one. In music is the other one that owns everybody. Wow. Yeah. So all the gear for it, 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 typically in ReLoop is on their own too, but like besides that, yeah, anything from Newmark. If you've ever looked at any like Newmark gear, if you looked at um. Like for instance, the the uh, Rain One, you know, the Rain One. A lot of people say it's like the Newmark Ns Seven, you know. And if you open up a Rain One, you can see some some stuff in there that's very very reminiscent. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. So but in music homes everybody. Wow. Yeah. Even the ones you don't think you're like oh shit you own them too. You know, but So you're tapped
0: in with everyone right now.
3: I'm pretty much tapped in. Reloop was the last one. And then at this last name, um I ran into my guy, Nick. I'm like, how come I never get any gear from you? And he's like, email me directly. So now that's done. Mm. Um, so yeah. I mean, and then there's people that I get emails all the time from people wanting, wanting me to review products and send products to me. And it's just like... I. I don't have the time because at first it was all Amazon can you, can people Can you charge now. So I can charge and it just depends on what people are willing to spend. A lot, a lot of people, this is one of those, one of those things too. And I, we'll, we'll get back to sending stuff back. Yeah. yeah. But a, a lot, a lot of companies try to use the same metrics that they would use on like a social platform or somebody that's just popular right
0: they're talking about your analytics yeah like your so, viewership yeah, so, right? they'll, so
3: they'll be like oh we want you to review your product you're like okay well it's this much and they'll go well you know your your numbers are only this and based upon your numbers uh, this is how much we're willing to pay you right you know and I'm like well you're you're you want me to talk about DJ gear and the 40,000 people that are watching my channel are all DJs so my numbers are higher than you know popular girl that's talking about you know some some lotion
0: you know right. so it like, was like half a million uh middle-aged married men exactly who, horny.
3: who, who don't yeah. who don't care like right.
0: whenever if I say something is good, <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna buy
3: her skincare. Yes, you know shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. Right, like, yeah. So, but if I say something DJ related is good, it's more concentrated. Yeah, it's guaranteed. Yeah. It and is it's the going, to consumer going is to gonna spend the money yeah. on it. Right? Exactly. So, so we're still we're still we're still working through that because there's a lot of companies out there.
0: Well, they don't they don't understand the difference between metrics and analytics. Yes, but uh, to someone who affects culture, exactly. Right, right. Which so. is the same thing with us. Where people will look at us like. Oh like road like you guys have this many followers or this whatever. Right. And I'm like but it's but we still affect culture. Yes. Like more than you know. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's I interesting. Agree.
3: Yeah. yeah. So um so when we get gear, there's a couple of different ways that we get gear. A lot of time it's when gear new gear is released, okay? S11 comes out. So what they'll do is they'll they'll email me and say, "Hey, we got a new piece of gear." They won't tell you what it is. However, because I'm I have a relationship with my guy Drew, you know, most of the time it's like I know something's coming out. You right. know what I mean? So, so they'll say, "Hey, you want to want to review this product?" Sure. So then, they
0: always ask you.
3: They always ask. Yeah. They, I never, I never can really get anything no? that just shows
0: up. Oh yeah, you can say
3: no. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. But then I mean, ruins chances for you to review in the next. You know, one. I
3: haven't said no to anything yet because, because for whatever reason, especially with Pioneer, I got locked into this kind of upper end product. Yeah. So they only send me like. Top gear. Right. And then finally, like, there was some gear that was out. I'm like, how come you guys don't send me this? They're like, oh, we didn't think you wanted that. We didn't think your viewership. Wanted that. I'm like, I got mobile DJs. It's half my viewers. Of course, they want to see this cheap ass product. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. Don't say cheap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's saying it's una- it's affordable. It's affordable. Oh, yeah. Affordable. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay,
3: not okay. cheap ass. Not um, not a bad absolutely. way. Yeah. So so basically, they'll say yes, and they'll go, okay, it will will overnight it whatever to you on Friday, and then the embargo date, which is the important thing, that is the that is the date that it gets released to the public. Okay. So the review has to be ready. Yeah. So the review has to be ready. And, and there's only one reason to really get the product early, and that's to have that day one review. You know, so like when I did my S11 review. So
0: you're part of their marketing rollout. Exactly. So you have to post that day.
3: Yes. Okay. So like when I did my S11 review, there was like, you know, 50,000 views on that thing, you know, mm-hmm. like, like that, because everybody wanted to know about the S11. Now, it took a minute to get there because like when I first came in, especially with In Music, uh, and love them, but they were like, well, uh, we wanna get you product. There's this piece of gear that's coming out, but you're not gonna be in the first batch. You're gonna be in the second batch. Mm. We have to make sure that the crossfaders and the digital DJ tips, like, they get it first. Mm-hmm. They get in the Mojacks's, they get to review it first. Then you'll meet the second wave. So it took a lot of me continuing to produce, like, really good videos and really good information for them to go you should be in the first, the first right. wave. It just takes time, yeah. right? It takes time, you, you're, you're paying your dues. Like I was just happy to be getting gear, you know? It, not, it
0: hurts, but it takes time.
3: It, right, <laughs> so, so when they send you the product, they give you, and this is the one thing that is, eh, they, a lot of times they only give you like two to three days to review the well, so you product. Don't, you can't keep it. Well, you always have to send it back. Always, always, always have to send it back. Um, Once in a while you can be like, I really love this. I'm just gonna say you always have to send it back. (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna leave it at that. Um, Just so I didn't know that. I thought you could like keep keep them and shit. Well, and that's even even now it's like so so that's the that's so okay. So there's a couple of ways you can keep gear, and that is well I need it for extended review. Mm. You know, like okay you got this coming out, but I need to check long term stability of this product. So. I need to have it for at least six months to nine months. And then, you know, a lot of times, a lot of companies will forget after a certain time period. Yeah, it's not important anymore. They got a whole new piece of gear coming out. They don't care anymore about this one thing. Um, So there are ways, there are are ways around it. Um, But the fact that you only get a couple of days to review a product is, it's, it's set up for the companies to win. Right. You know, not the reviewers. So, first off, we're trying to, like, figure out all the stuff that it has within within two days. And usually, you know, you get it. Like, I got I got the RX3. Something happened in delivery. So, by the time I got it, the embargo, de- I got it the day of. So, I had to do everything and review it that day. That was a lot. But usually speaking, yeah, two or three days, you get enough, but just enough. Like, you don't really get into the true nitty-gritty. Can you be... Can you, can you be, be honest? honest? Is that what you're saying? It? Yeah. So that's a very good question. And I will say this because I know people that there is a difference between being honest and just being an asshole. Right. Okay. And you can definitely be honest. You can definitely be constructively critical about right. something, but you cannot just be an ass. Oh, look at this. This is stupid. Why'd they do this? This is <laughs> dumb. They hate that, you know, and
0: they will call you out like that. But what if you get one of those things where, like, you know, a piece of equipment comes out, mm-hmm. but it's obviously in competition with another one. Do you, oh, do I
3: compare? They, yeah, I compare they, all the
0: time, and they, have, they they realize that's part of the game. Yeah, yeah. I can well,
3: they realize that with me. I compare all the time,
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, if especially if I have. I mean, typically, even spe- if it's unfavorable to them. Yeah, typically speaking, I will do. Well, I actually ran into this, but I will typically do just the video of the gear. Right, yeah, and then I'll do another video comparing this that. versus this. Exactly, right. and that's that's usually or spreading your content up. Yeah, exactly. yeah, like easy numbers, yeah. easy numbers like that. So um, I ran into that with the Rain One. So remember, the Rain One came out. Yeah, and then the Rev Seven came out. Right, I was going to say the Rev Seven and the Rain One. Yeah, so so. Depending on who you are, because there's some there are some people that absolutely love the rain one. You can't tell them nothing. They, they just that's the best for them. Yeah. You know, then there's people that are like, the Rev seven is where it's at. That's what you need. I prefer the Rev Seven. I understand why some people would prefer the Rain One, just from like an in and out perspective. Mm-hmm. Don't do it.
1: No, 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 I wasn't. <laughs> I was waiting because we we had this conversation at yeah. beyond the music. Exactly. So yeah. just,
3: just just because of the in and out perspective the things that it has, it's got some things that um are are valuable for a mobile DJ, you right. know. And so I understand why people would feel that way. So I had to I went into it a totally different instead of just shitting on one or the other, you know. And I went into it almost like a we just
0: got to see the you got to see the benefits and the ex- pros and cons of both ex- things, Exactly. Right? Exactly. Much.
3: Yeah, and so and I think That's probably my biggest strength is, well, first off, I'm honest. You know, I don't lie about gear or blow smoke. If if I don't like something, I'm just going to say, it doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. It might work for you, but it doesn't work for me, and this is why it doesn't work for me. This is what I would have preferred or something like that. You know what I mean? So I'm not not, not saying that it sucks because there's some people that may like it. You know, and that's why manufacturers don't really give me crap because – you know, I can only talk about how I feel about a certain thing.
0: Where do you want to go with this? With, you know, with your career? That is a, like with this.
3: That's the number one question right now, even in my mind, to be honest with you. Because like I I do the reviews. You get to a point where it's like, okay, it's, am I, am I going to do this for 20 years? Ex- am I going to review equipment for 20 ex- years? Ex- exactly. So, so <laughs> well, no. So when they brought up the panel, when Dazzler called me and she's like, yeah, hey, we want you to do the panel. I had kind
0: of for beyond the music.
3: Yeah, for beyond the music, I in my brain I was already kind of there. Like I'd like to do more of the of some sort of speaking
0: arrangement, like being it's, a personality, exactly part part of the culture, a it, vo- more than a voice for just tech. Exactly, right? Exactly. And I and I think that's where I think I think there's an opportunity there for me. Yeah, I just
3: have to you know keep keep pushing because there's not really anything in the space yet. I would kind of be creating it, you yeah. know what I mean? Because everything is. People want to put you in
0: a box. I think we're all creating it. We are. I mean, definitely. like a, we're a DJ podcast, right? But mm-hmm. it's just like we we don't know where this is year five for us, so we <laughs> yeah. we don't know where this is. Right. I can't even tell you where this is going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like kind of. <laughs> we're just growing. Yeah. I'm just trying to improve. Yeah. I'm just trying to improve the product. Right. Every year, in yeah. some way, in some little way, just improve the product.
3: When when I, when I met when I met him. What did what did you say? You said, uh, "Hey man, oh yeah, yeah, I like your stuff, man. Yeah, hey, yeah." When you yeah. went, Jamie? No, when, no, when I met you. Oh, me, yeah, yeah, you I were like, yeah, yeah, We want to get you on, you know. So maybe you can talk your shit again. Did you ever watch the video that I did about your i the, 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 the kind of the
0: rebuttal to your video? No, 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 no. Oh, but what? I know, I know. Someone said that you you disagreed with us or something. I heard something you disagreed yeah, it with would,
3: us. Yeah, uh, uh, it was you. It was you. It was. Who else was on there?
1: Oh, on his
3: panel? No, it was on it was on the podcast. It, it was, was just a snippet. You had, you had posted. Um
0: was it like wedding DJs versus the club no. DJs? No. Yeah. Yeah. No,
3: it was Twitch versus versus uh regular oh, djs club djs, oh, club okay. DJs. twitch djs yes exactly exactly the civil war the civil the, war. civil the civil war so i it wasn't that i disagreed i
0: i i understood where you're oh, so you from. had like a, you mentioned me in an episode
3: exactly exa- exa- so i thought that's what you were talking about and you said talk your shit i heard what well, i heard <laughs>
0: no i did hear that you disagreed with yeah. something i just don't my memory's so bad gotcha. i don't remember yeah. well you know
3: you know nowadays you're not allowed to disagree
0: with somebody without it turning into oh. some big thing i mean I, I, I either remember you it it was in a comment on Instagram uh, or yeah. it was in a comment on Instagram and then someone just told me oh they sent me the video link gotcha gotcha. and then I was just so busy I didn't watch it but I was just
2: okay. like <laughs> no 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 I get
0: my view <laughs> well no no it's it's funny
3: you say that because I still get I stopped making videos for people that I knew a yeah. long a long time ago you know people are always asking me like you know how do you how do you grow and how do you how do you get better it's like don't care about your family and your friends. Mm. Your family and your friends don't care about what you do. Yeah, You know what I mean? So it's like I stopped even telling people. Because at first, when we first did it, I did my first gig log. I'm like, hey, post it on Facebook. Everybody, first one. And nice. The numbers came back, and it was like 120. And I'm like, I'm on my way. I'm yeah. on my way. And then the next video was like
0: 75. and yeah. The next video was like 30. Was I'm, like, I'm always shocked when like my my boys mm-hmm. listen to the podcast. Right. And like, and- you, like if they text me like, like these these fucking pretentious dudes like ross one or rock the con <laughs> you know like moma's like moma yeah. just loves all four of us yeah so MoMA he like supports a lot. for him he listens to the podcast he just feels like he's catching up with us that's funny but like um Mo- I'm, we're, we're like the moma
3: uh, dj rental place by the way every he, every, every time? time every time he does uh janelle Monet stuff we always provide the equipment. Oh, he's hitting you guys also, up? Oh, so he's
1: hitting you up. Really? Every time. yeah. <laughs> did yeah. He, you just started working with him, like, maybe a year ago? Yeah, yeah, it was about a year ago. Yeah, yeah because he was he, hitting me up to yeah. find a rental company. Yeah, we're, we're that company now. Yeah. Are you serious? Company. That's really good. <laughs> how did, we, how did <laughs> so, you link up with MoMA? He's uh, like, I found a good a good spot, and they have everything I need. They yeah. come set it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: No, wow. it, it came through from DJ Rel. Oh, Rel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: so Rel, and then Rel hit us up, and then, yeah, then I started doing it, and that's so interesting. Yeah, Small world. Such, such a small
2: world.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but the, if Raktakan or, you know, Ross One text me and they're like, yo, good episode or like, yo, mm-hmm. this was really interesting What the I'm just kind of like, oh, shit. I didn't know you guys would have checked that out. I, you know? I look and I would never bother them or expect them to like listen to the shit or do whatever. It's just, you know,
3: I get people to this day apologizing. For not watching something, yeah, like like maybe a new gear piece of gear come out, and then they'll ask me about it. I'm like, yeah, uh, I'll talk about it. I'm like, yeah, there's a there's a video. Just go, just watch it. We talk about all this stuff, and they're like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I don't really care. Yeah, you know, you're not you're not my audience. My audience is the people that watch every single time I post anything, and and that's not you, and that's okay. Once you start, once you remove that part of it, stop caring about those people. Yeah. Then it's a lot better for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so back to when you were talking shit about whatever I me, mean, you were just disagreeing about oh, just what dis- I said. Disagreeing. What was it. was just disagreeing. What was it? What was it? You,
3: you basically it was basically was that Twitch DJs, for the most part. Yeah. Twitch DJs uh, could not go to a nightclub and rock that nightclub. Yeah. Because did we say that?
1: You did. We did say that. <laughs> that a Twitch no, DJ. We, not, we didn't say that. We didn't say that. I, I, not like that. Not even those exact words. I wouldn't I even say that. I, that's the ballpark of,
3: of the conversation. No, no, because um, what's his face was on too. I would, this is what what's his face was on too. Um, uh, Spicer? No, 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 it's a scam.
2: What's I, I could see us saying Su-J, like
3: Sujit Su-J. Su-J was there, and you, and then I think Sujit was egging you on, so it kind of came into a thing. No, no,
0: no, no. This is. I think this is what I said. Okay, I said just because you're doing well on Twitch doesn't right. mean that however whatever you're doing on Twitch is going to translate to a, a club setting environment true, and that you're going to sound or you're going to get the same reaction or it's going right. to be the same energy that you think is going to be. It's like, I could see that I would say like one formula doesn't necessarily. And I agree. I agree. I think uh, if Sujit.
3: Know. Sujit was, was, was kind of taking it to the next level. So it was just, it was just so it wasn't a, even a big deal, but I was like, yeah. I kind of want to talk about this for a minute because but, yeah. there's a lot of DJs out there that sometimes just never got a name for themselves. And they really could be dope-ass DJs, and Twitch is just a good outlet for them. Yeah. And it yeah. can't... Especially, I agree. Yeah, especially now. Yeah. Like, I'm saying, like, at some of these clubs now, a lot of these Twitch DJs could have done just fine. <laughs> some, you know, just, just say, I'm not saying all of them, but I'm saying some of them were... I used to, like I said, I used to think that it was all, you know, the best of the best, yeah, you know? Yeah.
0: Now I'm like, okay, you well, don't have I, to be I, the best of the I, best. I will say that in the past year or so... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a change. Okay. Well, no, no, even more than that. I would say in the past three to four years. Gotcha. I think there's there's been a change mm-hmm. uh, in maybe some of the talent that's being booked because it's, I think it's 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 more focused on social social media oh, numbers and all this all this other shit. Yeah. Which is understandable mm-hmm. uh, because I I think you know it, for a nightclub right a huge nightclub in Las Vegas mm-hmm. for them to put a headlining DJ with 5,000 followers on, right? And right. market that DJ. It's a difference when you're marketing another DJ with 80,000 followers. It's so, so weird though. But you know, there's there's a difference yeah. in, you know, like yeah, there's a I difference know. In, I know. in potential I know. value. Mm-hmm. But And the thing is like when you go to that, when you experience it yourself, and I, I've spoken to some some DJs, they're like, yo, I saw the recap video looks crazy. I'm like, the recap video looks crazy, but go to the event, you're going to be like, this is pretty mid. Mm, it's pretty it's, this is pretty disappointing flat yeah but the recap video looks crazy yeah so all that matters right now is socials the recap uh-huh. video and everything because the actual experience doesn't really matter right because yeah. if the recap video is is dope does it matter that you with 1200 followers as a regular person had an okay time there no it no. doesn't
3: no you're right you're you, right i mean you feel me? i mean even even at, at like uh, on the record it was like you know, there were moments in time. because it's, it's, it's ebbs and flows. Yeah. Where it's like top, and then there are times that it's like nobody's in the room. Almost, you know what I mean? Like they've now gone out to the to the bus or to the bar to kind of see what's going on. And if you just shoot that video nonstop,
0: it wouldn't look as good. Well, I, I will say the one thing about on the record mm-hmm. and uh, that that club is that it's just that every room, like the crowd, is consistently. Rotation. Transient Yeah it's like Constantly Non-stop. rotating Yep Four mm-hmm. rooms in yeah. yeah So it's one of those things Where like One room might like Kind of clear out A little bit right. But then it'll fill up In like 10-15 minutes Exactly Because everyone's just Moving around right. mm-hmm. And it's just hard to me When you have a nightclub of that size and you have like three rooms yeah. it's just a lot it's just so much you just, to see. You, just you just keep djing and yeah. it will fill itself up it, yeah <laughs> it, yeah because there's been times yeah. in certain, certain times even in certain nightclubs with like multiple rooms mm-hmm. where i take it personally when right. motherfuckers leave you're like oh i played the wrong song and yeah. that's why they left and like i suck yeah. this is horrible it's twelve forty five, and the room is empty and then all of a sudden 15 minutes later it packs in i'm like yeah. okay I just calm the fuck I, I down. I got him again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you just gotta realize, like, I gotta calm down. I still got it. You yeah, gotta yeah. calm down. Like, this mm. is something's happening. This is, na- yeah. yeah. Normal, and then I'll hear, I'll hear later, like, oh, the, you know, there was like, uh, there was a party that wanted to do a photo shoot outside, and uh-huh. they came back, or like, this, yeah. you're hearing all these yeah. different things or something. And I'm just like, all right, cool. Like, it's a marathon, not a race. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's interesting. But that's interesting to to hear from your perspective on. Uh, why you were upset or, or annoyed about <laughs> it? No, no, no. I, I was, you, know, no, no,
3: no. <laughs> you know what? It did, in all honesty, the reason that I even did that video had nothing to do with you. Yeah, yeah. I saw the video, and I'm the kind of person that makes content based upon something I see. And like I got to make it yeah, right yeah. now. I get you it. You know? Yeah. So I was like, I don't have a video this week.
0: Yeah. Well, that's something I could talk about, right? Yeah, let me yeah. just talk. Oh, man, yo, Cleveland, it's great to have you. I feel like we could have talked like we two could, more hours. We could talk forever. I know you definitely could have talked for 12. I can talk. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's definitely my thing. Yo, it's good to have you. Um, yeah. Man, this is a long time coming, but your pause I'll, I'll correct that. And you said you, you DJing this Wednesday, right? Yeah, I'll be at, uh, I'll yeah, I'll
3: be at Commonwealth. Snap back.
0: Oh, dope. Oh, yeah. yeah at yeah. some point. Definitely try to come through. Yeah. yeah. Yo, Cleveland, let's give a shout to Cleveland Terry. Thank you guys. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. And his son over here, Isaiah.
1: Isaiah, talented young man. Yeah. He was a uh, he was like <laughs> trying Come to see. stay awake
0: during the light. Of boys and shit. <laughs> He's like I've heard my father say this shit millions. Of yeah. yeah, yeah. But the city boy story <laughs> again. <Yeah.
2: laughs>
0: all right, y'all. Uh, we out, man. Peace, peace, peace. peace.
1: Thanks for tuning into the Road Podcast. Don't forget, every Wednesday we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms, and
0: every Thursday the video versions go up on our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our channel, YouTube.com/slash Road Podcast, and to find exclusive clips of the pod, please visit YouTube.com/slash DJ City, and we'll. we'll. We'll see you next Wednesday.